Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, Keish. Hey. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, We're going to have, like last week, you, me, um, Bree, and Trish. Okay. All right, let me bring the YouTube side over, okay? Okay. All right, hold on. Okay, you guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. I see everybody is strolling on in here. Hey, everybody. So, wait a minute. I see somebody in the chat already talking about Melissa said the spoilers are out for next week. Have you seen them yet? I sure have. I I, I sent them to you. Where'd you send them? IG. In the the chat. In, is it in the group chat? Uh-huh. Okay, hold on. Let me see. Oh, my goodness. It's a mess, child. Mess. <laughs> For bold, you mean? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Hold on. Okay. Who we got? Bree. Hola. How you doing, Miss Bree Bree? I'm alive. I'm alive. Happy to be here. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking a long at the, week. We're waiting for um for, for Trish, but we'll probably get started. But I'm also looking at these spoilers that they sent. Oh goodness, some more foolishness. Did you did you see Embry? Oh my God! No, what? I haven't yet. I'm scared. I put I'm him scared to the- make me turn off the TV. <laughs> I'll put them in the chat. Mm, mm, mm. In the IG chat. This is a whole mess. Uh huh. A whole mess. What I'm hoping it because you know how sometimes both spoilers be completely off. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Wait a minute. And that's a good point. Like we, like some of the spoilers, especially with B and B, we to take with a grain of salt too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know what? I'm just that whole that whole storyline is just insane. How this all started this week because it it was overreaction. But we ain't gonna go there too soon. 
<laughs> All right, everybody's here. Hey, Trish. Hey, hey, happy Friday. The party is about to start. Everybody is here. I know we got a lot to talk about. Oh, Lord. I don't know. We might be here for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> but we shall see. So let's go ahead and get this show on the road. Yeah, Jasmine said Pandora's box is open. So we'll see about that. All right. Welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where myself, T, Keish, Bree, and Trish, we're all going to recap both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful for the week of February 19th through February 23rd. This is the third and next week, I think the 28th is the last day of sweeps for February so we're coming into the home stretch of whatever is supposed to be the culmination of Sweeps Month. So we'll see what that's about. But we had a lot to talk about this week. We usually recap the young and the restless first. Second half of the show is the bold and beautiful. And then we have two segments, uh, Flip the Script and Who's Taking Seats. Flip the Script is that if there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change, that's where we flip the script. And then who's taking some seats? Somebody that was doing too much. They need to go sit down somewhere, be quiet, you know, just take a seat. That's what that segment is about. Also, I see it is 60 of you guys in here in the first four minutes. Great, great, great. Make sure you hit that like button. Let's get the likes up. Make sure you subscribe. I've seen a, quite a few newbies come onto the channel in the weekly recap. So thank you and welcome. And hopefully you're in the chat. And, um, you know, follow us on the other platforms as well. I'll talk more about that in the middle before we transition over to bold. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and I'll do the summary for the Young and the Restless for this week. And then um, we'll break it all down, the different storylines, okay? Okay, okay. All righty. So, for the Young and the Restless, for the week of the 19th through the 23rd, Nikki invites Seth to the ranch without knowing Jordan is with him, and Ashley startles Tucker in his sleep. Sally learns Adam went behind her back, Seth connects with Jordan, and Tucker lies to Audra after Ashley's confusing visit. Amanda returns and faces Devon and Abby, and Lauren suggests Danny may just have real feelings for Phyllis. And then we have Sally is not ready to forgive Adam. Victor wants Claire released as bait. Sharon helps Chelsea and Adam work through Connor's possible OCD. And then Ash, <clears throat> Ashley, admits, ad, oh, Ashley admits that she saw a psychologist. Tucker accuses Nate of being fixed on Audra. And Victor gets Michael on, in on his plot. Okay, so we got a lot of moving parts for the Young and the Restless. Where do you guys want to start the show off at? You pick it. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> you know oh we're good at picking. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, so let's start off with the whole situation with Billy Devon and with Amanda coming back. Do you think that, first of all, I I think we kind of talked about this last week because all this started with Billy wanting to change the name of the company from um, just Chancellor Winters to ACW, which is Abbott Chancellor Winters, which now sparked this whole feud between Devon and Billy. So now with all this going back and forth, do you agree with Devon? Because Devon told him no. And of course, um, Amanda walked in. What do you think about that whole storyline this week? Whoever want to go first. I still agree with Devon. Um, I just, it's just no need for it. She didn't, and I feel like, I still feel like it's all coming from Billy. <clears throat> and I just don't like the idea of them even further um, watering down Hamilton Winters by mm-hmm. adding yet another name and a big name to their the company title. It's just not necessary. Yeah, and the fact that Billy's trying to say, well, that's my mom should be attached to this company. Uh, what is Jill's last name right now? Wasn't she married to that guy? I forgot his name. She got four last names. <laughs> and she's leading, she's leading with the one with the most money. I don't I mean, think she ever got, she never got married to Kane's father, did she? Uh, yes, yeah, she did. She both, did. both him and the brother, but both uh, his twin brother. Mm-hmm. She got oh. married to wait. He had a twin brother. I don't remember that. Yeah, he had an evil twin brother. Evil twin brother, and she married him too. What was that man's name again? Uh, the original. Uh, yeah. Is it Colin. Colin. Yeah, it's not Colin and 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 a uh, feral. <laughs> <laughs> And that, and for me, that's one of the main reasons why is it's not even your original last name. You just you using your son's last name. You could just call it Jill. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the other thing is though, I think he's lying. He that you know the thing is, Billy wants to have a foothold somewhere. He couldn't do it over at Jabot. You know, because Jack is always going to be there unless something happened to him, right? And Billy looked at this as an opportunity, you know, to say, hey, this is, I'm going to take my Abbott last name and stick it on the side of this building and use my mom as an excuse. That's how I see it. I mean, Mm -hmm. the other thing is, is that he's just filling in for Lily. What happens when Lily comes back? Which is what I think Devon brought up, right? That's what, yeah. yes. That That's what I want to know is um, it wasn't a co-position. It was a fill-in. Right. So yeah, how interim. are they going to spin this? Don't they call it interim, I think? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping, oh. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that when Lily comes back and um, starts diving into this, that she decides that she wants to move over to her brother's side of the house and stop working for the- <clears throat> it said stop working for who? I said I'm hoping that she moves over to her brother's side of the house 
when it comes to that company instead of working under Jill. Yeah, that that would be nice. Which did y'all see that Friday? That uh, yeah, Friday preview where Mamie is like she won't take over the whole company and give it to that side of the family. Yeah, Mamie is just that's just off. The, like your investment in the grand scheme of all of that would be like me dropping five hundred dollars on the ground. <laughs> I mean, at that ten dollars at that kind of a playing field is such a tiny amount. You don't actually have a say. You have an investment. I don't understand this. Yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to maneuver that unless they all combine their shares as one. And would that surpass? Well, she, okay, well, let's look at it that way. I mean, could they, well, no, because they're merged companies. Mm -hmm. I would, uh, winter, uh, the winter side don't own any shares in the chancellor side. Am I correct? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's changed hands so much. I I can't even keep up with it. I agree with Cece in the, the comments. She said they should just separate the company, and I wish that they would. I wish they too. up with something to where they can just both go their separate ways and go back to, to what they were doing before. I mean, honestly, that's what Devon's reservation was about in the first place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, he really did wasn't sure about merging the companies because of the whole autonomy idea. You know what I mean? So maybe they should go back to that. Yeah. yeah. But that's going to cost a lot of money to unravel that company. <laughs> it will cost a lot of money to do either one, unravel it or add Abbott to it. Either way, it's rebrands. Correct. And it's unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. Oh, Jenna said Jill hired Billy and Chance to shore up her position um, in case Tucker tries to go after them. So they're saying that he isn't just interim. Um, but that's the crazy thing. I don't understand. And see, I understand when Tucker was going after Abbott, uh, after Jabot, I should say. I mean, he was open about that. Yeah. You know, I mean, Tucker really don't want chancellor winters but they are just so adamant about the fact we're worried about what tucker's gonna do tucker is sniffing up under audra right now and trying to figure out what's going on with ashley which that's an interesting storyline in itself yes it is so i mean they just all this is because they're trying to gain leverage and and weight the scales to keep tucker out tucker's not even thinking about chancellor winters right now they're going to wind up. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, and he never was. He never was. <clears throat> he he wanted Devon to have that company. Mm -hmm. Because that's his legacy for him and the grandson. That's it. Go ahead, Trish. Um. Oh, I just, you know, they are going to be their own worst enemies, and Tucker's not going to have to lift a finger. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. <clears throat> I totally agree. Did you have anything, Bree? I know. Uh, yeah. I'm just more curious as to what Ashley's end game is because Tucker has actually just played it cool. He hasn't been a threat as as they keep saying, unless he's gonna also be part of the coup and, and changing things over at Chancellor Renner's, but there's there's nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that 
Yeah, that goes into a whole different storyline. Um, that if you we can, if did you guys have any more on this? Oh, we're not done with Amanda. Mm-mm. So Amanda came in and said Jill wouldn't be happy about that. She's like the fill-in for Jill since Jill was not there or whatever, and pretty much is trying to facilitate this whole thing between Devon and Billy. What did you think about the interaction with her and Abby? Because, I mean, she said that, you know, she kind of want to get some insight on Devon. And Abby was like, you want me to betray him? And she was like, well, you owe me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, my what, goodness. What did y'all think about that? <laughs> oh, goodness. I mean, it's a shame that they're, they're, they brought her back to be this bitter. Mm-hmm. Because this is very bitter is. and unnecessary. And what they did was wrong, but it was also over a year ago. They live together now. I mean, and you were in a whole other state. So we don't know what happened to you. You could have met a whole other person. So it's like, why are you so upset still? I want to say mad. You're upset still. It's a little petty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like that they brought her back and basically had her um, tossing off these little snide remarks to both Devon and Abby when she saw Abby because it, like Bree said it just makes her look bitter and that she still hasn't gotten over what happened and I I didn't like what they did to her either but <clears throat> I would have preferred Amanda come back and you know just be short and cold and standoffish with with uh, Devon, not even approach Abby, um, and just you know straight face, no no side talk, no small talk, and just mm-hmm. move on. Like I I I don't like seeing her be this bitter person. Yeah, it's like they've been living rent free in her head, and that's just not cool. Yeah. Um, you know, she's too smart for that. And she's gorgeous. I mean, you can't, every time she, every time she comes on screen, you can't help but look at, just watch her. She's just gorgeous. Um, yeah. such a great actress. Um, but you know, I mean, I'm, I look at Devon and I'm like, you know, he's not, yeah, he's a billionaire and everything, but money's not everything. You got your own money. There, there's other really, really great catches out there. So, I mean, you know, yeah. no, I'm a fan of Devon. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say Nick? Yeah. <laughs> He's hot. Oh, boy. Yeah. Man. I mean, Devon, you know, he's sexy, too. But, you know, I mean, he did her dirty. So let's let's not let's not give them any more of our energy. Other yeah. than being professional. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. She's given she's giving them too much energy. Um, tossing those little, basically letting them know that she's still upset. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I, I don't like don't don't let them see that they have affected you this much. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I mean that's what happened the last time Amanda came back. She was bitter then when they were trying to when Lily used her as legal counsel when it came to that whole thing. It was. Every time they bring her back in this whole scene with somewhere around Devon, she's still bitter. So, you know, like I said, maybe they could have did something different with her, but that's 
CBS soaps for you. Um, but you know, it was good to see her back. Like, like yeah. Trish said, she's she's a gorgeous woman, Michelle Morgan. And um, it was funny when Billy kind of told her at the end, you know, we really don't need you here. We, you know, we can figure this out our own. She was like, mm, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I'm going to be here as long as I, I need to be here. Jenna said, why do y'all want her to be so nice? Uh, Devon, Devon don't need to be low off the hook. We're not, we're oh, not, not nice. her to be nice. We're saying, no. we're just saying, because I, I said, she can be cold to them. She can mm -hmm. be short with them with her answers. Like, you know, she no small talk is needed. I just don't want her to be bitter with them. I don't want them to see her being bitter about what they did to her a year ago. That's that's my thing. Same. Mm-hmm. You kind of want her to move on. Yeah. Don't lose any more sleep over them. They right. obviously haven't lost any sleep since you left town. Right. Yep. So, all right, y'all got what everything y'all need to say out on that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wait a minute, Bree. <laughs> that wasn't convincing. Yeah, that wasn't convincing, <laughs> Bree. What you got? You got something else? Because I know you popped out and popped back in. Uh no, I think I'm good. I'm just it's very very twisted storylines, but I'm good. I promise. We had a lot to cover. I know. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, we might as well move on to this whole situation. Let's get Connor and Chelsea and Adam out the way. Um, yeah, I don't. Where? What do y'all think about that storyline? Is it just something that I don't know? You guys are interested in? No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so the same about it this week that I did last week is just there. Say it with your chest, okay? Yeah, they all was unanimous. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I get it that you want to give platforms to various, um, you know, um, they they're always doing something with mental health, which they had the whole Ashley thing going on, and now they have the OCD thing going on. And mm -hmm. um, Connor's not there; it's just the two adults talking about the kid. And mm -hmm. so, for me, I always, I guess. I just am thinking, how invested am I in this? You know, we don't see right. him. We don't see what he's going through. Um, how invested am I? And it's just another reason to bring Chelsea and Adam back together. And I, quite frankly, I'm, I don't really want them to be together. So <laughs> wait a minute, hold on, Trish. So you actually think that this is a, a way to bring them back romantically together you think possibly i mean look how much time they're spending with each other they didn't have those two on screen very much even before she went on maternity leave and now they've been on screen together multiple times in the last couple of weeks it had hmm. been a long time i don't know i just think every time they every time they merge two cup two people that have been to um been a couple in the past they bring them together in some kind of a quasi crisis then typically mm -hmm. they wind up stumbling back into each other's arms Okay, I see what you're saying. So it's just me babbling on about <laughs> overdone storylines. Yeah, I got you. One of my problems with the storyline is that I, I feel like they're giving too much POV to Billy. Like, I, to me, I feel like Chelsea has been talking to Billy more about mm -hmm. this than she has been with Adam. And that's what annoys me about it. Like, Billy is not that kid's father. They're not married. Why did why do we keep seeing conversations between the two of them when it comes to Connor? 
Right. Like, yeah. And then every, every now and then you have Billy throw shade. Right. Yeah. It's always a dig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My Greek fish. I really do. I really do. Um, <clears throat> Bree, did you have anything? I was actually thinking about what Trish was saying about Adam and Chelsea being wrapped together. Mm-hmm. And I kind of agree. They always did. They always put Adam, Chelsea, and Sharon together in those scenarios. And coincidentally, this is what mm-hmm. we're dealing with now. Um, and I was trying to think, like, do this? Do Chelsea, do Melissa and and um, Adam Grossman do they have good chemistry together? I don't. I'm really trying to remember the last time I seen them on screen mm-hmm. together. Mm-mm. The last time is when she remember she faked having. What was that? That was in 2021, I think it was. You know, and then that's how Ray was poisoned and all that. That's pretty much the last biggest storyline that those two had together. Yeah. But but, but just like what Keisha was saying, there needs to be more interaction between Adam and Chelsea about their child. Mm -hmm. And um, it kind of makes it seem as if Adam and Chelsea are not on good terms or they just don't communicate like they should. And there's nothing wrong with communicating what's going on with your child, with your partner. If you're in a relationship, that's yeah. fine. Of course, he's going to have his, his opinions, but he's not going to, as long as he doesn't dictate, you know, what should be done. Um, but I would like to see more interaction between Adam and Chelsea in this regard. I hope they don't become a couple personally. <laughs> oh, yeah, me either. The way he treated Chelsea for years trying to pick Sharon mm-hmm. and it's the way he kept just tossing her like back and forth on the street. It, it, it was so annoying. Um, that's why I was like if they, if, if Adam Grocery and Melissa had great chemistry then maybe I want to see it but I don't know if I want to see the characters you know together. These are two toxic people that should not be together. Absolutely. Agreed. That's the thing. I mean Adam has his history. We all know. So does she, because how she she uh, great Billy. Yep, back in the day. <clears throat> so I mean, and she tried to poison Ray just to pin it off on you know. So they they it's, these two people do not belong together, you know. And I think Sally even as crazy as I just think they messed that whole thing up. She kind of stabilizes him a little bit. And Billy kind of stabilizes Chelsea, even though he's kind of toxic, too. For now. For now. Yeah. (laughs) But but I agree with, uh, you know, what you all are saying is that Adam and, you know, Adam and um, Chelsea, they don't they don't need to bring them two back together at all. I mean, come together for your son. Mm-hmm. But we don't even hardly see that. We see her confide. Like, who said that? I think that was, um, well, one of you said it, that, she, you know, she always is com- confiding in Billy about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I granted that's your boyfriend, but these conversations need to be had with the with the kid's father. Yeah, I don't, I don't care to hear Billy's opinion on Adam's son. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's a comment. Uh, who is that? Uh, Delmonica. Delmonica Belen talking about Cuckoo Chloe. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, I mean, when it, we, we got not only Billy throwing shade, but on the flip side, when it comes to Sally, which we'll move into that storyline, because I mean, we didn't have too much to say about Adam and Chelsea. 
this whole thing with her losing her business. And it's like, why are you? Okay, let me ask you all your opinion. Do you think that Sally should have been pissed at Adam for trying to set up something for her? Nope. You know, I don't. I, I think she should listen before she gets all mad because his explanation made sense. He didn't mm-hmm. want to get her hopes up, right? Mm-hmm. And and whether or not she wanted it, she could decide that afterwards. Nobody was going to force it on her. It was still going to be her decision. But he didn't want to say, hey, what if we try to do this and then try to do it? And it's like, wah, wah, no. So yeah. you overreacted. Yeah. What about you, uh, Keish? I didn't think it was that serious. Me either. Mm-mm. It wasn't I mean, that serious, and and the man was trying to put money in that girl's pocket. Yeah. What now, I'm tired of though, her and her business. Like I feel like Sally had, she's had nothing but problems when it when it's come to work or starting up her this interior design. Like it's, it's there's always something. Not, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like a merry-go-round of problems with her. Snake bit. Yeah, because when she was designing dresses, that's how she was designing um, Victoria's wedding dress. And she tried to start that. That didn't go nowhere. It's just, it's always something happens, like you say, Keith, that she can never get something up off the ground. Even in LA, when she tried to build a business over there, and that happened when, you know. Yeah. Bill blew up the building and all that type of stuff, you know. So it's just always something with her. Hey, Jay, Jay Money is in the building. He says, hey, everyone. Hey, hey, it may be, you know, some might say that, you know, Sally's still paying back the Karma Bank mm. for all the stuff that she's done that, you okay. know, I mean, you know, she's done a lot of stuff that has been, annoyingly diabolical to others occasionally and maybe Mm -hmm. she's still maybe she's still paying that debt and maybe her maybe the rainbow is you know just right around the bend yes i I agree to an extent but even so this woman had access to two wealthy men she had she had a man fund her whole business and she was scared and wanted to walk on eggshells with the man she was sleeping with for over a year while pregnant yeah for money to help fund the the, the loose ends of her business hey hey brie yeah can we say four wealthy men Wait, who are the other two? Shoot. She had William and Wyatt. Exactly. She she went to two different cities and still coming up empty. Still coming up short. How are you? And then you're (laughs) mad at the man trying to put money in your pocket. And you got your cuckoo crazy. Why is she Because Tori is not a friend. She is just, she doesn't know how to be a friend. Mm. Mm. Chloe. Oh, like, oh see, he tried to put money in your pocket. That's yeah. so evil. I hope you leave him for that. Right. Oh, it would leave a man like that. <laughs> Why? I mean, she only got two choices. She either got to figure it out or you just don't have a business. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was about to pitch it to Chancellor Winters and Adam was like, wait, let's just bring it over here. Well, and what gets me too is 
you know, we, it just needs a little bit of marketing. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do online that you do yourself and you can get business. Girl, how many, how many videos can go viral? Go viral. Just, just by her hook. Exactly. You know, what would have been a great idea. And this is why I wish Adam was running uh, Newman Media. Being that everything is streaming now, he could have set something up where she gave like design tips and streamed it online for Newman mm -hmm. Media. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, and to what, uh, what always bothered me is, you know, yeah, they've all offered you money for your business and everything, but then you want them to be silent. Why would you want smart business people who've made a ton of money to not help you? to not give you guidance, to not give you, you know, be your advisor, even because if her ego is too oh big. my gosh, y'all. Yeah. Her ego is too big. She wants to make it look like I can do this on my own. It's none of your business. I'll take your money, but you can't tell me what to do. Okay. That's the, that's the parent and the abandonment issues right there. Oh, it's investment in her company. Yeah, so they kind of explain that. I guess if they was to bring it under the Newman umbrella, Nick get his investment back. Yeah, which is a win-win. Mm -hmm. So is it that she... I, I guess where my confusion is, is what, what is happening that she needs more money? Is she just not generating any business? What the problem is, is that she, somebody between the two of them, they don't know how to market their business that I think Trish just said that, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you got to manage your, you've got to manage your client intake funnel. You got to, they, they just don't even know how to do business. The best thing that could happen to them is that somebody takes them under their wing and manages the business side of thing of the thing and just lets them be the creative. Exactly. And, and I think somebody is, is they just, they're just not generating enough money. Uh -uh. Well, what it is, they're not picking up. See, they got a hundred percent accuracy rate on what they've done. They just don't have any new business coming in to bring them any more money. All they got to do is it's not like the business they suck or anything like that. They need a marketing team. They need or more than that. They need people to live outside of a damn hotel. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to take That's a the problem. <laughs> But that's the thing. They need somebody to go out and get accounts for them because all they know how to do is design. Yeah. They just don't know how to grow the business and expand it. And that's where Newman could come in because they have the other departments, the marketing teams. They got Newman Media, like Bree said. Maybe they could set up something where they give design tips and, mm -hmm. you know, that gives them exposure. But they all they know how to do is put the colors on the walls. Okay, but how do you get your next client, though? You know, I, so I, it's exposure to get clients. I mean, that's the way. I mean, wasn't um, Elena doing a podcasting or something for Newman Media? So it, it, she can, Sally can do something with her wheelhouse to reach a bigger audience. And that's how she can get more clientele. Because who's to say she can just work in just Genoa City? She could travel mm -hmm. and get clients. But, you, but that's the thing. Chloe and Sally don't know what they're doing. I mean, they know how True. to design. They just don't know how to run, run a business. They don't. Mm -hmm. You know, 
Go ahead. Who was that? I was just going to say it's true. And, you know, until you actually understand how to how to monetize all the aspects of your business, which includes having people subscribe to your channel where you are giving those tips and everything. I mean, that getting advertisers and sponsors. I mean, until you understand how to run that roadmap, you may as well just ask your friends for referrals and 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 have a, a lifestyle business and not a growth run business. Exactly. I mean, that'll be just like me only being on YouTube and wondering why I'm not getting exposure, you know, and only have 300 subscribers. Exactly. The reason I got exposure is because I post videos on Facebook. I post them on Instagram and stuff on X. You have to expose the business in order to get new clients or get new subscribers or viewers or followers. Cross-pollination works. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. They, she's just too stubborn and stuck in her own ways. She's mad at Adam, who is a Harvard business graduate, exactly. who's giving her the advice. You, your man went to Harvard. Come on. Yeah. Worked for Wall Street. Thank <laughs> you. Exactly. I mean, this is what he got a whole Rolodex full of of investors. I guess we don't use the word Rolodex anymore. I keep aging myself. <laughs> Not that y'all don't know how old I am already. Listen, Trish, but, I know what that is. Uh, oh, cool. See, I knew you. Yeah, you, of course. You, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those in a long time. Well, I have one in the closet in my office. <laughs> oh, my God. It's yellow. <laughs> the pages, the little uh, flip things are like yellow. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I mean, she, her man, your man is sitting across the table from you is a Harvard business graduate who worked on Wall Street, who is telling you, this is what we need to do. Here's a good plan. Nick is even on board. He was able to get Nick on board. And she's looking at him with leering eyes, like, how dare you? I have never seen a woman so ungrateful. Audra would have... 40 companies by now Minimum especially, especially going back and forth between nick and adam between the the, the mm. bed and the wall she would have made a killing i don't know what's going on with sally this is so disappointing you're a fiery redhead allegedly exactly. allegedly you're a fiery redhead i i don't i do not see how you're a smart redhead but making all these stupid decisions man yeah, Audra's a barracuda. Oh yeah, Audra wouldn't even thought she wouldn't even thought twice on this one. Nope. Shoot them up and spit them out. Mm -mm. Maybe she ought to go and get some tips from her. You know, yeah. what? I have a I have a bone to pick with with the writers. Sally's a designer and Chelsea's a designer, and Chloe does styling. Why didn't they put a fashion house together? Because because Chelsea doesn't like Sally. Yep, they tried even now. I don't know. I mean, does Chelsea ever really get over anything? Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, right, exactly. <laughs> you know, so that they they couldn't get along. That's why they couldn't run a you know run a company together. Mm -hmm. I mean, Chloe was in the middle because she was friends with with Sally, and she mm -hmm. was also friends with Chelsea. That was the one time when Chloe was actually the balancing act on the scales. Yep. Yeah, because she had both of them dated Adam. Yeah. And she had equal hatred. 
<laughs> she was consistent about the hate. There was no, exactly. not a break. Exactly. So I don't know. Now let me let me let's kind of do a little bit. Wait a minute, did, Keish, you kind of quiet. Did you have anything on that at all? Um, or are you good? No, I don't have anything to add to that. Okay. Um. Now there is another part that we maybe need to consider is Victor because Victor said no. And at the same time, Sally is like, we're not going to have no autonomy because Victor is pretty much going to have control. And Adam is like, I'll take care of Victor, which I don't <laughs> think I laughed at that. What'd you say, Keish? I laughed at that. Him saying, I'll take care of, of Victor is like Brooke saying, I won't allow it. Exactly. Which she can't do anything. <laughs> I mean, what do you get? Really? Right. You know, so I mean, that's that little out of 90%. I agree with Adam and what he tried to do and, you know, tried to not get her hopes up. And let me see if I can set some emotion to help you with this business. But the other 10% of this is Victor said no, and she would have to give up her rights because she's going under the Newman umbrella mm -hmm. which she's afraid of because Victor had already snatched the rug from up under her before yeah exactly so yeah there's a little caveat to that I can't say a hundred percent she was wrong because there's a small part of her that's like I don't trust Victor I agree with that I wouldn't mm -hmm. either but I mean, as far as the finance, I, I just don't understand why she's as mad at Adam. He was trying to do something sweet, and all she had to do was say yes or no. It was she if she wasn't obligated to do so. He was just trying to find ways to assist her. He was actually trying to be loving and loyal, and and it's not like he shared her financials or anything. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Did you see what Jay Money put in there? Well, oh, I gotta get my glasses on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh <laughs> okay laugh because i'm laughing at myself oh, this is sad oh no, my yeah. lord <laughs> oh <laughs> no man you all right Keish? <laughs> i wasn't expecting to see that <laughs> yeah i mean honestly because she is so ambitious you know Anything's possible. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe it's some validity there. What you might say. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, anyway. All right. So, um, yeah, I was just so over that, but I can also see a very small part of what she's concerned about, you know. But it looked like she did come around after that whole conversation when she had it at the end. And so she did ask Adam, you know, is it possible? And they left us with that cliffhanger. So, Well, and then Victor was talking about it with Nick. Mm -hmm. You know, do you think he's trying to get at you? Do you think this is against you? And Nick was like, no, I don't. I think he really thinks it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How much money does this woman need for that business because i'm like how why doesn't it, nick and adam could easily fund it themselves that's what i was wondering yeah yeah but i mean if she needs a marketing team they would have to i mean they could fund it but i guess she would have to go get an outside marketing team. whoever is going to bring her some more business that's which would 
possibly be marketing. I mean, with a business like that, you could hire, you wouldn't have to hire employees. You could either be under the fold at Newman and use theirs, or you could hire an agency. Yeah, that's true. On an hourly or a, on, a, on a retainer, however. Right. That makes sense. That makes she sense. She does need help. There's no question because they are not business savvy. No. Mm -mm. Nope. She's too busy trying to figure out her love life and Chloe's too busy hating Adam. So. Yeah. All right. I mean, a lot of energy towards that man and not her own husband. Right. Somebody, I think that was the one in the comment section was like he was wondering what a situation would look like with Chloe and Adam. I would love to see it. Me too. I honestly thought it would have happened by now. I thought it was going to happen a couple of years ago. I mean, usually when some when somebody is that emotionally involved, you usually see something hot coming. It's a thin line. Exactly. You know, because I mean, she hates him a little bit too much. But I mean, I could get it to baby girl Delia, you know. Totally. Right. All right, y'all ready to move on? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, so we got two other storylines. We got this Ashley and Audra and Tucker situation, and then we got the Newmans and this bait. Bait, bait, bait. So where do you want to go? Let's go with the Newmans. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Here's my thing with Nikki. They just let Nikki do what she wanted to do. <laughs> you know, I mean, whenever she invited Seth over, I was like, he's been your sponsor for a very short period of time. You already told him that you could not be his sponsor. He's begging you while he's intoxicated. He needs to go to a meeting, not come to your ranch. Yeah, I mean, what y'all got? And he drove. Right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so lost by this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was surprised with with as much urgency as Nick had. Sorry, not Nick. Victor had about no one being around Nikki. I'm surprised he wasn't there, like lurking in the background, or like has someone in the same room as um her and as um her and Seth. But it's it really irks me how. She is is I don't know it's like a functionally alcoholic or something like that if that's what that's if that's the term. Mm -hmm. She's well aware that this man was snooping through her stuff at one point. She's not on high alert about this man, but once but is okay with eventually having a coffee or dinner or whatever with this man. Um, I don't understand what this end game with her drinking. I understand what the writers are trying to do as far as it makes it makes Nikki look very foolish. Well, what I don't understand is her not listening to her gut because she said something. She was talking to Lauren and said there was something weird that he said that there was a woman that he met at AA who told him that he should meet with me. Now, with Jordan lurking around, maybe she should be on high alert as Steffi and Hope is about Sheila, who ain't doing nothing. But, I mean, that should tell you that, hmm, that's suspicious. He called me out of the blue. 
He said that this woman at AA, which they are very low key and anonymous, is basically pushing him to fix the relationship. That struck her as odd, but she still decided that she want to go and meet with him for coffee every now and then. Yeah. Flags. Mm -mm. And they let her do it. She she was begging Lauren, Lo, I need to get out of here. I'm going stir crazy. And Lauren is like, look, I don't want to deal with Victor. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. I deal with it. Y'all keep letting this girl do what she wants to do. And I mean, Victor did get mad at Lauren for a little bit, but Victor was, he calmed down after Nikki was like, oh, if if you keep me in here, I'm going to drink. You know, when she compared that mansion and those grounds to a prison, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to just shake her. It's like, are you kidding me? You can walk from here to the stables. You have security. Well, you're, you have supposed security in (laughs) feasibly. You should be able to walk from the house to the barn and you could go and go see your horses or go on a horseback ride and have your security around you. You don't have to stay in that living room. If it's a mansion, like you say it is, there's a minimum of 14 to 32 other rooms in that house alone. Not to mention that you have people that live at the tack house and you could go see your granddaughter, but you don't. Oh, <laughs> don't Cassie and Tessa live there with the baby. Yep. I yep. mean, it, you know, it's not, you know, by blood to her granddaughter, but for all intent and purposes, she's a grandmother figure to right. many grandchildren. Bingo. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, I'm just annoyed at the at the way that they're portraying her uh, victimhood in being held captive at this house. It's yeah. not, I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. What y'all got, Brie and Keisha? I, I agree 100% with that. Not She's scared and afraid, but has a phone number to the person who keeps calling her. <laughs> Yeah. And, it, and it, well, it seems like every single episode I see Nikki in, it's like it, 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 this, her scripting gets crazier by the second. It's like mm-hmm. we're uh, supposed to forgive a lot there. I and f- who, um, who, who <laughs> I, I just don't understand what what the end game is with the drinking part i feel it's kind of gone really overboard and it's really unrealistic it's, it's one thing um to to see a person really to show like the struggles of a person who's dealing with alcoholism it's i get that but this woman had access to the person who is harassing her who is threatening to try to unalive her Mm-hmm. And any real normal circumstances, you would send that to the police. You would send it to the FBI. You would let yeah. your husband know. None of the writing makes sense to me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Key? Um, I I agree. I agree with. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, with- you ain't got much on that either. Huh? If Victor cared about Nikki, he would have had her in rehab by now. And Thank I, you. Yep. But did you all hear earlier this week that Victoria even recommended rehab? And Victor said, oh, well, you know, she, she can do this on her own. I'm like, no, Victoria's <laughs> right. Send the girl to rehab. Yep. And that, that's what we've been talking about for the last, like, two or three weeks. Exactly. To be able to c- control every step of the way what Nikki is doing instead of putting her 
where she really needs to be, which is in a professional rehabilitation facility so she can get, you know, past the issues that she's got going on right now. But he, he don't want that. He just, he wants to tell her what to do. And that's it. But at the end of the day, Nikki is always end up getting her way. I mean, as much as he tried to get mad and get mad at Lauren and get mad at Jack, Nikki still end up getting her way because these people are too close to the situation. When you're at a rehab facility, there's structure, rules, you know, things and protocols on what they do to help you get through this, and you can't finagle your way out of it. No, exactly. You know? You know what I'm saying? Which is why I kind of gave Ashley a little bit of credit of what she said to Tracy by saying, I needed to talk to the psychologist out there because there is no emotional attachment with me mm -hmm. and he could be objective. Yeah. Yeah. Versus Tracy and Jack, who are family members, are emotionally uh, attached. And Victor, too. Vic and not just Jack and Tracy or um, Lauren. Mm -hmm. oh, you're talking about Ashley. Right. But she threw that clip in there when she said that to Tracy. And I'm like, exactly. I totally agree with that, that she needs an impartial, objective, no family and friends trying to help her get through this. Somebody need to tell her the hard truth. Yep. And that's what's with Nikki. Nikki's getting her way because the people that she's dealing with, like Jack and Lauren and Victor, these people are all emotionally connected to her. If she was in rehab, she wouldn't be doing half of the stuff that she's doing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nope. You know, and Jordan, I mean, she just, she was funny. She said she want to live vicariously through Seth. <laughs> and his old goofy ass sitting there just listening to her talk. Well, he's getting attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then he kind of flipped the script on Jordan when he said, you know what, you need to heed your own advice. Why don't you do what you're telling me to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she like, uh, I, uh. She didn't think you would catch a clue. Exactly. She <laughs> thought he was so knee-deep in that alcohol bottle that she he would just do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything on that, Bree? I actually think he might, I'm, it makes me wonder if he might catch on to what Jordan's doing and might end up helping Nikki. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah, and then, then and eventually, the, I don't know, maybe Seth and Nikki become secret lovers. I don't know. Something. Well, girl, that's yeah. what we was talking about, what, two, three months ago when he first came on? I mean, they brought him back. They brought him yeah. back. Yeah. I think he's going to be a victim. Of Jordan's before it's all said and done. Oh no, don't! I mean, you can see the writing on the wall, right? I mean, I mean, because he's not going to be a permanent character. No, yeah. but I see the writing potential for other love oh, interests. Like right. so adorable. <laughs> I love right. that about you. Great. <laughs> A potential love interest for who? Look, okay, I really thought about this. They cleaned him up and he went to rehab <laughs> and he magically became a billionaire. Um, he has a tie to somewhere in the city. He has a, a secret son or something in the city. And then he can fall in love with Ashley or fall in love with a toy, fall in love with somebody. These women need a love interest. And here's a perfectly vacant man. <laughs> not not perfect, of course, but Seth. Wait a minute, let me picture this. So it's either Seth and Ashley or Seth and Victoria. Sober, 
he let's say he comes up on a, a, a billion dollars because everyone magically becomes a billionaire on this show. Jay Money responded to you. Oh Lord, let me see this. <laughs> At the bottom. Who can take that ball? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Look, I said clean him, clean Seth up. He's not an ugly man. He's a he's a very handsome man. I've seen the pictures online. Clean him up. And then eventually, let's say he he magically is, is a businessman. He he comes up on a, a multi-millions and and then all of a sudden catches the eye of Ashley, Victoria, uh, whom whoever is age appropriate. I mean, these women need a love interest. There's only so many on the show. We were just trying to figure out who Lily could be with, and we were still banging our heads against the wall. So I'm just, I, I just think of him as an extra, you know, not for a long time, but for a good time. But, but give us some extra material, writers, please. Yeah. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I don't see him hanging around that long. I think like, you know, like Trish said that he probably might, and I hate to say it, he might be a casualty. He's going to have coins on his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Came with a reference. What'd you say, Trish? I mean, Keish? I was asking Trish if that was a Game of Thrones reference. <laughs> well, actually, it, it I wasn't purposefully, but as you mentioned it, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, mm, yeah, I don't know about that, but I wish they would just hurt, you know, as much as I like Jordan around, you know, let's get to what she's going to do. Because yeah, they've been dragging this out for a month now. Yeah. You know, at least when she was here for November sweeps, she came in with a bang. By the time they brought Nikki to that, that cabin, there was a needle in the neck, and she was in the bed with an IV. So we had a bloody eye doll. Everything just came. Boom, boom, boom. This here, this month, it's just been like... And then now this whole thing with trying to use Jordan as bait. I mean, not Jordan, Claire as bait. And she happy to do it, too. You know, I was going to say that. She's ready to dive right in. Yeah. Yeah, but the crazy thing, Victor was supposed to make himself bait. Now, all of a sudden, he want to make her bait. Well, she's this quicker is, than he is. <laughs> this is so stupid. The yeah. woman, Jordan had access to the facility where Claire was staying at. She, mm -hmm. she, ha she manages to have access to wherever you guys are at. So be bait for for what? She can come to you guys. And the bait that she wants is Nikki. That's who she wants. She don't. She's, she probably hasn't even thought of Claire at all. She's been focused on trying to make Nikki's life hell. But I, I part of me wishes, especially since we get like a dark Sheila now. I would I want I would like for Sheila and Jordan to sit down and have the coffee together. Oh my goodness. Could you I want Jordan. Listen, I want Jordan to go see Steffi. That's why I want Jordan. Oh <laughs> ganging up on my girl. I listen, your girl was wrong. <laughs> Steffi step. I cannot wait to get to say, ooh, ooh, my, ooh, my goodness. goodness. Oh, no. if, if, you, if you guys are Steffi fans, I'm 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 gonna apologize in advance. No, yeah, we know you're not sorry. <laughs> Listen, 
I wouldn't mind seeing a scene where Steffi get a needle in the neck. Now, how about that one? Ooh, man, she already got a bullet. Golly, man. Yeah. I, I think, quite frankly, Steffi's entitled to a little more get evenness with that. But that's just me. <laughs> I'm just very, very vengeful. If someone put a bullet in me, I'd probably spend the rest of my life making their life a living hell. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, <laughs> let's fast forward back five years prior to that. She put a bullet in her too. <laughs> <laughs> Can I point out something since you brought this up about um, about what happened with Claire? So Claire has probably had the, the quickest redemption I've ever seen. She Big went time. from she went from almost unaliving her own family to getting off and not having to do any jail time. She's in a mental like, she's my baby. And then uh, <laughs> Nikki forgives her, then Victor forgives her, uh, Michael gets her out of jail. And, and now she, she's going to be the, the, the important piece to track to getting Jordan out of the city and tracking her down in this. Nikki had the woman's phone number. What are you all? It's just, I hate how she's immediately wrapped into that Newman fold with, with, with no consequences. None. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The DNA fabric just is woven tight. I, I was, I was very annoyed by that, but if they want to use her as bait, then fine. If she gets mm-hmm. chewed up and then uh, I won't miss her. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, they need to kind of come to some sort of resolve. Um, with Jordan, at least. I want to see her terrorize other people at this point. I mean, do Johnny and Katie even know they have an older sister? Mm. Oh, wow. I don't think so. Johnny and Katie at all when it comes to this. Right. I think Summer has really been informed of too much that's going on. Like, does she know she has a cousin? Right. Right. They've been, yeah, they've been pretty much keeping her from the other members of the family. The only other person outside of Nick and Victoria that knows about her is Adam. That's it. Yep. So they really haven't, maybe after the sweeps, maybe, and the fact that she's getting out of the, the, that girl ain't ready to leave that hospital. No. No. Well, no, Victor doesn't really care. He just he does he, not. Mm-mm. Now he claimed he gonna get her some outpatient treatment and get the best whatever blah. But do you actually think that's gonna happen? No. The same place where he got his top flight security. Now I'll pass. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> someone go grab Victor a box of Cracker Jack so he can pull out another prize. Oh my goodness. Shabrita Jennings said, full disclosure for Steffi fans, she getting lit up tonight. Woo! Gosh. <laughs> and the roasting will continue. I know. It's do. Listen. Oh, man. I'm telling you. Golly, which, y'all. Listen, if Sheila was in the shadows and Jordan jumped out of one of them closets in Steffi's house and with that needle in the neck, I would have been okay with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, I got to I gotta ask, was someone in as good a shape as Steffi's character and as, as JMW? I mean, wouldn't you know better self-defense than, you know, that little slap. How about the best self-defense is not go over somebody's house? You would think, <laughs> but she was in the background of the picture. She worked there. 
Oh my God. <laughs> she Listen, looked at not, her daughter in public. Listen, we'll, we'll, <laughs> hey, we'll did we come so far ahead? I'm sorry. How did that happen? I know. Oh, my, fault, my fault. My fault. My fault. <laughs> no, listen, we we get we got started because we were talking about Jordan and Sheila teaming up. Oh, that that's right. right. That would be crazy. Oh, totally insane. Johnny said she he wants to talk about the chemistry between Audra and Nate. Oh, we're gonna get there. We got to do that with the Ashley thing too. So, all right, are we done with the Newmans? Yes, we are done with those Newmans. <laughs> are you over there? Um, you having a little nip? Uh, no, I have my Dr Pepper. <laughs> Oh, okay. oh, I do have a little bit extra sugar today because I got these lemon baton wafer cookies. Uh -oh. oh, they are delicious. Are you having a sugar rush? I'm having a total sugar rush. Uh oh. It is okay. at night. I don't know how I'm going to go to sleep tonight. I've had so much sugar. Uh, you going to cry. I am totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the final storyline with this whole thing with Ashley. Oh, am I supposed to throw Nate in there? Ashley, Nate, Audra, and Tuck Tuck. Hmm. <laughs> what you call? Tuck Tuck. Oh, oh, I might have stopped calling. So many things now. rhyme with that. I, it's very dangerous ground you are treading. Who me? Well, yeah, because I might say something wrong because you're saying oh. Tuck over there and I'm over here going all these rhymes in my head are just spinning around that I can't say. Okay, lay off the sugar tree. I'm trying. Okay. All right. Okay, so Tracy, I mean, not Tracy, uh, Ashley has now had a change of heart. She goes over and sits in, at, well, first of all, she was screaming that the voice is in her head. Mm -hmm. At the you know and everything, and then she decides to take off and go over to GCAC, sit in Tucker's room and wait for him. And then she talking about, you know what, you were right, I was wrong, and you know I, I hate how we ended, and maybe we can see how this goes. Would that be so bad? Wow. And then she was like, au revoir. And then she go downstairs and give Audra a hard time, calling her a little girl. <laughs> what y'all think about what is going on with Ashley? Uh, she she seemed like she was <laughs> she seemed like she was on something. Mm, I don't think that's what it is. I think that's just how she was acting out that particular scene. Mm -hmm. Just the way that she was talking to to Tucker and her interaction with Audra. Mm -hmm. it, she was there was just something off about her in that moment. I thought she was playing a mind game. So you think she was turning the tables? I don't even know if it was turning the tables or if it was just some kind of so honestly, I can't even imagine doing something like that. So I don't even know how to describe what I'm thinking about it. It's just frustrating to see someone. I mean, you're going into somebody's room and sitting in the dark and waiting for him to come in and turn on. That is beyond creepy. Mm -hmm. After just screaming at the voices in your head. Right. Mm -hmm. I was looking at something online and actually kind of made more sense for me. Maybe she has like a split personality. 
So uh, they they said something where she was snapped one minute where she's completely afraid. And in the next minute, she's a, like, she's a whole second different person. Um, I actually feel that that's what's going on with her. I feel this is kind of spelling out more to how deeply she's troubled now. I feel Tucker also kind of sensed that a little bit too, because he really could have kind of laid into her. He really could have been a jerk about like, oh, and, and been like, I told you so, and this, this, and this, and he could have fed into her, but thankfully he really didn't. He was very kind of calm about the conversation. Um, I... I would like to try to root for for Ashley and Tucker. I won't because I'm more I'm more concerned to see like how deep her her mental issues are now. Um because the whole switch up kind of just made me feel like okay, we're about to really see some really I'm hoping some really great um scenes from Eileen Davison to come because she can really yeah. act that her we will role. on Monday. Ooh, yeah. Oh man. <clears throat> Even Devon is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening here? So, so and I, I didn't see. Uh-oh. Oh. Go ahead, whoever that was. Were you I, done? Um Oh yeah, I was done. I was trying to shut it off. Okay, go ahead, Keish. I I was just gonna ask because I didn't see the previews for um for Monday or for next week. Is does she mention anything to Devon about? how um, Tucker's version of the story was true? Uh, yeah. Interesting. That's what I've been waiting for. Because I want to see how Devon reacts to that when it comes to Tucker. He, she sure does. She confused everybody on Monday. So then that, so I don't know, initially I was thinking that she was possibly, you know, doing another round of trickery with Tucker. But if she's going around telling everybody that Tucker is correct, then I guess she finally does believe that his version is true and she's not playing games? Or is she just playing games with the entire town now? Yeah, that's that's what I... Because, I mean, even you can tell Tracy was, you know, when she went upstairs to change her clothes, Tracy called Jack and was like, look, we need to talk, you know. Because of the fact that I think Tracy is picking up on something of being a little bit off because the change of heart was just so quickly. Yeah. You know, now she claims she talked to her friend that's a therapist. That's how that whole clip, you know, that I was saying she needed to talk to somebody objective. And then she even said, what would Tucker gain by lying about this? And she says she couldn't find anything. So at one moment, she sounded like she actually had clarity. Mm-hmm. But then in the other moment, it's like, is she playing a game or not? Mm-hmm. Or something else? Like who one of you guys was saying about the split personality. Is it something else? That's you what know? they're saying online. That's that's the, the direction they might go with Ashley. Um, where it's like a complete, like, I guess, by, I guess they're trying to make her bipolar. I don't want to say bipolar, but. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which was fit. And I know she can, Eileen will bring out those scenes. I cannot wait for that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll yeah. be heart wrenching. Yeah. 
Yep, yep, yep. But, um, yeah, she breaks it all down to Devon. And, and both Abby and Devon is like, what? You know, so I don't want to give it all away. But, yeah, that happens on Monday, which I was wondering when that was going to happen, which is what Keisha was saying. You know, is it going to be a situation where she actually have a conversation with Devon? So, yeah, that happens on Monday. And plus this, Ashley was very <laughs> confident when she went into the room. I mean, how bold and crazy do you have to be to show up in somebody else's hotel room and then pop up over into his new girlfriend and say, hey, little girl, as if <laughs> as, as, as if this is your man. It, it's well, complete 180. So did I, you say how crazy you have to be? Yeah. Is that what you just said? I guess just for Ashley I at guess this stage. Yeah, I guess it's crazy as Steffi go and approach a psychopath. Oh, that, that, oh, I can't I wait. I, I, you opened the door, <laughs> I had to walk in. And I know, I, I'm sorry, Keish, but your girl gonna get it tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this week. Well, <laughs> Steffi, <laughs> <I'm big. laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed Listen. it. I will tell you, as long as I've known Keish, Keish is a diehard Steffi Forrester fan. So, right she, just call her. She, she calls her out when she needs it every now and then, but for the most part, Keish is a diehard Steffi fan. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm there with you too, Keish, and it's hard sometimes. You I'm go up here and you go, oh man, my tongue is bleeding. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> but back to the Ashley thing. Do you think she won't tuck her back for real, though? I do, honestly. Like, I, because I feel like, I feel like even when she believed that he have a into her and that, mm-hmm. I still think that somewhere deep down, like in her heart, she still wanted to be with him. I don't think that she was one thousand percent wanted to be done with. So now that she, I guess, apparently is realizing that he was I think that she does want him back. I feel like almost has this this thing where she feels like Tucker is hers, even though they're not together. Mm-hmm. That's like basically like Audra is a, a placeholder for her until you know they reconcile. Yeah. Shabrika Jennings uh, said Aline needs to channel her inner Kristen from days she was good at being evil and then Jasmine Williams says yes Shabrika Aline needs to channel Kristen she was scared to weave out of Andra yes she would yeah oh that would be oh my goodness now that can go toe to toe with Jordan <laughs> yeah. If anyone has seen like a clip on YouTube of that of of her playing Kristen, it's it's something else. She Eileen's a talented actress. Did y'all yeah. notice too that Tucker did not tell Audra that he? That yep. He, yeah. Kept that from her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, then, go ahead. For why he decided to keep that from Audra because he didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he's open to because he's been thinking about her. He was thinking about her earlier today and Audra had to shake him out of that thought. 
So I'm wondering if maybe he's considering it. Oh, I think he absolutely is. Yeah. <clears throat> I, 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 I don't doubt that within the next couple of months, he will dump Audra for her. For sure. And Nate, this is where Nate comes in because Nate has been yeah. telling her for the past week, you need to leave that man alone. You're going to get your heart broken. And she's like, nope, we're good. And, you know, but I like the chemistry between Nate and Audra. No. Dude, I, oh, Lord. Come on, Bree. Oh, Bree. Bree still over here protesting. Yes. <laughs> she either have Nate on lock or Carter on lock. Yeah, ne neither one of them could do anything. Nope. <laughs> I, did you guys find it weird, though, that... Not weird, but I don't know. To me, how hard Nate was going at her about um, being careful with Tucker and he's going to hurt her and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, she's known Tucker for how many years now? Like her and Tucker are basically like this, like BFS. Who are you talking about? Ashley or Audra? Audra. Oh yeah. Audra go way back with Tucker. Yeah. So the way Nate was trying to warn her, like against getting involved with him, it's like she she knows what she's doing. Like she mm -hmm. she knows this man. It's not like they just met each other when she came to town. Like they have been in cahoots with each other, business wise and and on a personal level for years now. So I don't know. I I just thought he was going a little overboard with the yeah. Oh, I mean she she's helped covered up a lot of stuff for Tucker. So right. she she knows the ins and outs of this man literally. So uh, warn her for what? But I don't like the direction they're they're going in with with Nate and Audra. I'm so upset by this. Well, that's one thing Ooh. she don't know is the fact that he had that conversation with Ashley. She don't know about that. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. he definitely kept that a secret. Mm -hmm. Lies of, oh, well, she she asked him, do you know anything about what's going on? Did you talk to her? Was this your first time? He was like, no, this is the first time I saw her. Knowing that she was upstairs in your room. I mean, she knows she's with a liar. She 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 shouldn't be surprised by that. It should, right. It should be like the, I don't know, the wind blew. It, it's that easy. It's nothing <laughs> that she's not well, used to. My thing is, uh, Tucker with Ashley acting the way she is and Audra doing what she's doing, Tucker must definitely have BDE or something going on. So I was wondering the same thing, but I honestly, <laughs> I, I honestly think Ashley Ashley doesn't want him back. Not in the in the state that she's in i feel that there's something more and i feel that that she's whatever's going on she she's i don't know that she, that person whoever that split person is she, she, that person wants tucker ashley herself doesn't want tucker like that yeah so i, I wonder know. um i wonder if tucker is going to start to get concerned about ashley's state of mind and i don't know like attempt to help her or try to convince Jack or Tracy or, you know, somebody in her family that she needs some type of professional help. Cause it does, I mean, other than Tracy, I guess Tracy, she sees it and she, she sees that Ashley needs some help. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but I feel like Jack is in denial. 
Now, Jack, yeah. Jack is simping for a whole other married woman. He's not even exactly. thinking about his sister. Yeah, he's over over there with dealing with with uh with Nikki. So, mm. all right, did we cover everything? Uh, um, I, did we cover Phyllis and, and... oh oh man. man, how did we misread? I can't, I can't even believe it. Oh, I'm, okay, Trish, well, I'm gonna let you have the floor. Oh, that was just so fun to watch that scene between Phyllis and Christine. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. And when Danny walked out and he didn't even know it. Yeah. I laughed so hard. I'm like, that man is literally going to walk out of that apartment and those two are just going to be clucking and clucking and they're not even going to know he's gone. And then it happened and I just started laughing. I was like, I can't believe that was genius writing. I love that. Now, what, what did you guys think about what Lauren said? That if you're willing to risk Spot your relationship on. with Cricket, maybe you do have feelings for Phyllis. Spot on. Yeah, I mean, got a point. He doesn't, he hasn't completely, he hasn't 1,000% shut Phyllis down. I mean, he's said enough for a normal person to back off, but this is Phyllis we're talking about. He likes those kisses. He liked that attention. He kisses her back. He her back. He pulled her in. And you know, when you're that close with your body, you feel the chemistry and she knows it and he knows it and he's scared. So do you think, okay, I I think he got two women, but want one package. So he see everyday girlfriend in cricket, but he see the hot fiery sexy woman in a lady the on the streets and a freak in the bed yep oh yep. is that the secret to long marriages <laughs> uh, well you know lady <laughs> we could go I'm have wine married. or we could go have beer you let me know <laughs> oh, God, you're so crazy <laughs> or we could have dr pepper and sugar I mean, that's not to say that Phyllis can't, I mean, Cricket can't get freaky or whatever. We don't know. No, we don't know. No, all of her. We've never seen it. We know what what Phyllis can do. We do. And I will say this. We actually do know what Christine can do because if I think back, every single love scene with Christine and whomever was romanticized except for the issue with Michael and the Mm -hmm. essay. Mm-hmm, Other mm-hmm. than that, everything was very, uh, very vanilla, hope, and Liam type. Even less than that. Dang. Wow. <laughs> like, like, you know how when the on the record player you had the, the three speeds? Right. It would be like playing Bolero on the slowest speed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. They were way. just right. really just. And no offense, but it just. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas we know Phyllis will tear up an apartment. Totally. <laughs> Nothing is unbroken. But I mean, go ahead, Keish. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I, I need her to stop talking about Daniel like he's five years old. Though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's um, ridiculous. He wants his mommy and daddy together. He does not. It's just about them being uh, being co good co-parents or something like that. I'm like, girl, your son is in his mid forties <laughs> with a with a almost a grown daughter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she's just hanging on to whatever she can use. Grasping. Yeah, grasping at straws. But I got to agree, you know, I think Lauren was right because he kissed her in the apartment. Mm -hmm. He kissed her at the GCAC lounge mm -hmm. and where Cricket caught them and they were all, in, like you say, bodies all locked up into their kids. Come on now. Yeah. Come on, Danny. You know that there's something there, but like you said, he's afraid. And so now he want to kick both of them out of his orbit. And they both keep showing up. That's the crazy thing. Mm -hmm. He tell them, I need space. Just mm -hmm. leave me alone. And they both show up at the apartment. Right. It's like, oh. That's what I was saying last week. It just screams pathetic on both parts and desperate. Yep. <laughs> Sharon Rizzo in the comments said that Phyllis would tear up the apartment like Sheila tore up Deacon. <laughs> Only there would have been a positive outcome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if everybody would have been happy. <laughs> hopefully. Oh hopefully happy. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> All right. So did we cover everything? Yes. I think we officially covered. I, I don't know how we forgot about Phyllis. I can't even believe Cricket. Mm -mm. Oh my God, that was like at the middle of the week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, all right. So now, what everybody been waiting for? Let's move on to the bold and the beautiful. <laughs> and uh, before we do that, it is a hundred and almost thirty people in the chat. Hey. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the live. Make sure you smash the like button to hit the like button to let the algorithm know that you enjoy this content. And also make sure you subscribe to this channel because we do this every Friday night unless there's some changes or whatever. And sometimes lately I've been doing a midweek live. So either on Tuesday or Wednesday, especially if something really jumped off on one of those episodes. Sometimes I even do a midweek live for about an hour or so. And then there's daily recaps. Um, you can now find, I moved the blog. So I moved the blog to the Medium platform, which I'll update that link. So um, the, um, the actual article for Monday's episode is already there. It's a lot easier to read and it's a lot of, it's a bigger platform that would support bringing in um, new eyeballs to, you know, the blog post. So I moved it over to Medium. And then we're on Instagram, TikTok, X, and Threads. So you can also check out other stuff over there as well. Um, other than that, let's go ahead and move on to the bold and the beautiful for the week of February 19th through February 23rd. So Deacon tells Sheila that he cannot marry her right now. Then they call Poppy careless and RJ assures Luna that she'll never lose him. Things get hot for Hope and Thomas. You're right. We only got two seconds. 
while Zenday wants Luna to dump RJ for him. Steffi flips out after spotting Sheila and Kelly's selfie, so she tracks her down and punches her in the face. Uh. Finn, <laughs> Finn and Deacon rush in to break up the brawl as Steffi tells Sheila that she wants her gone six feet under. And let me see. Sheila stalks Steffi, ready to unalive her. While Hopes is hurt, Deacon chose Sheila over her. Let's get RJ and Luna and them out the way. Thank God we didn't get the second half of the week of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, yes, they've been on for the last two months straight. Total overload. Yep, and we finally got a break from that storyline. Penelope's on okay. my damn nerves. I'm so, I'm, I'm, why is she showing up to Forest Secretions and wherever else Zendi is to still blame him for her mints? Right. It, it, She's still trying to shift the accountability. And it, she 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 was only apologetic and like tearful like right when Luna told her but it's after that it, she's just been aggressive and just just I don't understand where that's coming from like like if it's something that you you, you do recreationally and it makes you feel good and da, 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 okay that's fine just own up to it say that you're gonna quit actually show that you're gonna make changes I think that's more so what Luna is looking for, but I don't like the fact that her reaction is to attack Zenday. I hate that. Defensive mm. guilt. Mm-hmm. Keish, you got anything? No, I agree. Um, mm-hmm. I just her showing up at Forrester to question Zenday again about that situation was not needed. She just needs to accept the fact that she was careless with her with her little tin of pills, and that's what triggered the moment. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen in some comment sections across social media with Luna sleeping with RJ not, and keeping, because she didn't tell him nothing this week mm-hmm. about what happened. And, of course, Zenday was like, if you want to lose everything, go ahead and tell him. Um... They had a problem with her sleeping with RJ, then sleeping with Zenday. Well, of course, she didn't know she was sleeping with Zenday, but then turn around and sleep with RJ again. Do you see any issues with that? My my issue with this is that they have made this, from her perspective, all about upsetting RJ. This girl has not, like, I don't know. I feel like she might need to go see a therapist for what happened. Yes. Something. But mm-hmm. concerned about is losing RJ over something that was, you know, from her point from her perspective, it was an accident. Mm-hmm. But she she's so concerned about what RJ will think about her and RJ breaking up with her and and, and her losing, you know, what she has that I don't know that they've made it about him and not about her and what she's going through. I kind of, I kind of get it to some degree. Like she chose that guy to be the man who gets her virginity. And then shortly after she gives it up to somebody else who hasn't put, I guess that time and effort into like a relationship with her. So maybe she's looking at that from that perspective. 
Um, I don't like how they have this girl n- new to the show. And within a couple of months, she has two guys that she slept with. I didn't like that. Same. Yeah. I'm not saying that she can't be upset about the possibility of losing RJ. I just don't like that everything has only been about RJ from her point of view and nothing about herself and how she's feeling. It's it's all about him. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be traumatizing. And like you said, maybe she do need to go talk to somebody. You know, and then this whole thing with her mom, is she, her mom is just all over the place. Uh, Dewan said justice for Taylor. I mean, it, here's a therapist that could have been used, but you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. She never liked using Taylor in her actual professional capacity on that show. She just basically wandered around doing nothing. <laughs> and what are you about to say, Trish? Oh, she's just always the brick prop. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, I was just glad to say, okay, fine, can we get this over with? Because I knew this was coming with the whole Steffi Sheila thing. But I was, I mean, y'all got any more on them three? No. <laughs> nah. No, I'm just, I'm so, I'm over that storyline already, and I, I know like where they're going with this. And I think we said quite a bit last week. Yeah. Yes, we did. We did. <laughs> yes, um, we did. Uh, I guess we we could probably address the fact that Zenday this week um, basically said th- this happened for a reason. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm, that was <laughs> weird to me. No. It was- <laughs> no. No, 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 no. And, and it's like they have Zenday acting very tone deaf to the situation. She was hallucinating. Right. No, this wasn't a sign, Zenday. <laughs> it was no. it was is what it was. There was no divine intervention. I'm reading right. something different. Like they they just again have Zenday looking like a dang old fool. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. I totally agree. That was Ooh, yeah. What'd you say, Keish? It was so cringy. Yeah, that yeah. When he said that, oh well, maybe this happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. What? No, no, Mm-mm. that don't sound right. Um, yeah, that's a good question, Tommy Parker. Somebody said where did, he said where did the Xander Emma Thomas storyline go? I have no idea. Gone and forgotten. They have been saying that for weeks that Xander was supposed to come back. And looking at the previews for next week that uh, Keish just posted, ain't no Xander in there ne- nowhere. And uh, uh, yeah, the sweeps end next Wednesday. So maybe he'll pop. Maybe he's a, a not part of the spoilers, and he'll pop up anyway. Yeah, but it looked like the whole week is all about Steffi, Sheila, and police, and all this all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Okay. Now we gotta talk about Bill and Liam because little puke. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah, little puke is back to his old tricks, staring at people's photos (laughs) and stuttering when when Bill caught him. 
I uh I was um you know I and Bill was like yeah why are you stuttering he said that's what I do when I see money <laughs> oh okay <laughs> Bill is so that was hilarious I was like it's good to have Dun Diamond back he is an actual he's more of a comedian off screen than he is on screen Don Diamond and if you watch his Instagram videos it's hilarious. hilarious funny he's easy on the eyes too. yes he is oh my goodness is a gorgeous man but I didn't know he was so much of a jokester right. and his poor wife he annoys her but she it's all in good fun you know because I think they just do these <laughs> together but he is hilarious off screen I haven't seen him dress up in so many different things. It's like, is that Don? But anyway, it was nice to see him back and, you know, calling Liam out about his feelings. And here we go again. What? So maybe we might get those kisses to come out. Uh, oh, Lord. Oh, they should have came out for February sweeps. I, I, what was what was Land of O'Lakes doing at Force of Creations to begin with? He cannot call these women on their phones mm-hmm. to ensure they're actually going to be there. He's just in there roaming the hallways for no reason. I And the best part, and I know we're going to get to Steffi, the best part for me was Steffi putting him in his place. But mm-hmm. Finn's not going anywhere. And that's not yeah. changing. I was so happy, even though it was eight months late, but I was happy that she did that. So I was a little like, why are you staring at this woman's picture? Why are you at Forest of Creations? None of your children's mothers are there. <laughs> so we got, a whole, we got a whole unwelcome flashback with him thinking and daydreaming about the past with her. I'm like, are we really gonna do this now? I'm, I know I got some steam fans in the in the chat, and uh, you know I'm sorry, but I just yeah. no. Nope. And that's that's the she's she's told him before. I'm not leaving my husband. She said it. She's told Liam this like what this is her this was her like third or fourth time saying, mm-hmm. but she she says it and I feel like they move past it and move on to something else and he she doesn't address the fact that he's being disrespectful to her husband and her marriage yes. and that's like I, yes I'm happy that she said that to him but at the same time she needs to say I need you to stop disrespecting my husband in my and house to tell Finn that he's doing it because when Finn brings when Finn, Finn has brought it up to her before in the past, she'll tell him she'll she'll act as if he um is misreading the situation. Like, no, that's not what Liam's doing. You're just misunderstanding, blah blah blah. Like, validate your husband's feelings about what Liam is doing and tell him what Liam is saying to you. But she hasn't done that yet. She mm-hmm. hasn't mentioned one time any of the stuff that Liam has said to her. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that Liam actually really cares about what Sheila is doing or he using Sheila as a way to egg Steffi on to come have a separation between her and Finn? No, he don't care. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Anyway, he can get to Steffi that is okay with Liam. 
Right. Because I don't remember him being this involved and acting like this before him and Hope broke up, did he? No. I don't think so. Let me think. Well, I mean, when when only time I last I can remember is when Bill was dating <clears throat> Gila, which is when him and Wyatt were so concerned. But with Hope, I don't do y'all remember anything? Anybody else? No, he, he wasn't in Steffi's face every other day talking about you need to leave your husband because that's the only way you're going to get rid of him. I mean, he may have shown some concern, but it wasn't to this extent, not until after him and Hope broke up. You know what? You got a point because think about it. Just say, for example, Steffi left her husband, got back with Liam. Sheila is still present because your granddaughter, your, your grands, uh, her grandson, which is Hayes, which we never hear about. Mm-mm. Always about Kelly. I thought that little boy was Hayes at first. I was like, oh. And then she said it was the other kids. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's Elvis. Um, that's why Le- that's why Liam's argument doesn't make any sense. Correct. It doesn't make any sense. It's like you gotta. We I can protect you and and Kelly and you know you got to get rid of Finn and all of this. Okay, but still, even if you were with Steffi, Sheila Carter still has a grandson there with Steffi. I mean, unless Steffi let Finn have custody. Of course not. And the other caveat to that is he has another child with Hope and Hope is Deacon's daughter. And Deacon is Mm -hmm. with Sheila. So so, uh, make it make sense, Liam. Exactly. Which (laughs) that goes back to what I said. He don't really care about Sheila. He's just using Sheila as a prop to get under Steffi's skin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because they that's the thing. Poor Beth, she's just it's like, did you hear him make that statement this week talking about my favorite child? Kelly is my favorite. He's like, wait a minute, hold on. You got another whole daughter. Hope would have peeled your head if you said that. Yeah. We know we Liam's MO though. He he focuses on the daughter of the woman that he wants to be with. Like Rich. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Because when it was when it was him and Hope trying to make things work, he never talked about Kelly. Mm-hmm. Remember, yeah. remember the scene when he was sitting in jail and he asked uh, Thomas to look after Hope and Beth for him, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, of course I'll I'll make sure they're taken care of, and and I'll make sure Kelly is taken care of too." That man didn't mention a word about Kelly. Uh-uh. Yep, and then. Uh-huh. You say when he switch over to the other person, now it's about that other kid. Right. The one called her Invisibel. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? Thank you, Dewan. <laughs> and as much as they were saying how dangerous Thomas is because of what happened with that, we don't even see the girl. We she barely mentioned. We know she had a birthday last year. That's about it. <laughs> exactly. It's been Kelly's show. We don't even see Douglas hardly. It's been Kelly's exactly. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I think the last time we saw Douglas was when he did that that dinner for Thomas and Hope, right? Right. Yeah. That was what back in the fall. September. That kid's probably six feet tall by now. Right. You know, it's just I can't stand. 
and Liam does this. He just back and forth. He's been waffling for years. But then he was trying to play C blocking when it comes to Thomas and Hope. Mm-hmm. You don't I don't want to be with you, but I'm gonna try to figure out a way to keep Thomas from being with you. Just petty. Just petty because he can do something you can't do clearly. Well, nah, he was the awakener. <laughs> Make that girl toes curl. She had a whole awakening. <laughs> On the couch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so Lil Puke, he's back to his old tricks mm-hmm. of for trying to go up against Liberty Biberty. And, um... Leave it up to Liam. I'm surprised. I know that he can't use that term because that's a probably something trademarked through the insurance company that that's for. But could you imagine if he called him little you little puke and he said, "Well, you're Liberty Biberty." <laughs> hilarious. Oh man, they should they should honestly do some kind of a marketing something just so he can do that. Right do a sponsorship mm-hmm. for the show or something so he can kind of throw that blurb in there. Did we talk about when that, when that scene happened when he called him a little puke that Tanner at um, Tanner Noblin? Yeah, he uh, ad-libbed it or improvised it that it wasn't part of the script. Right. right. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. And it's been sticking for all this time. Everybody called that man a little puke. It's sexual. <laughs> 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 and then the the one where um they were at Il Gino and he was arguing with Sheila and uh and Deacon. Mm-hmm. Deacon said something about he's a black belt in karate, like he can keep Sheila away from everybody. The line when he said, um, what are you gonna do? Use your nunchucks? Sean <laughs> <laughs> Sean said that that was a uh, he improvised that line too. <laughs> Oh my God, that is cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was over Liam, which he probably will get us part of this take several seats segment. But you know, we're not there yet. But we definitely gotta move into what happened with Sheila. Okay, so how this all got started was Lucy brought Danny. Go figure. Lucy brought Danny over to um, meet with Kelly for a play date. Wait a minute. I didn't realize the little boy's name was Danny. On the show, yes. I wonder if they did that on purpose with those two names. That that was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to say Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, she come take the kids. I know one thing. If you come to take my kids to go somewhere to eat, I want to know where you're going. She ain't telling them. She just said, I'm going to take them out to eat. Okay, fine. Where y'all going? Especially if I'm so freaked out about Sheila, knowing that Sheila works at Il Giardino. She could have even said, you know, wherever y'all go to eat, just don't take the kids over to Il Giardino. She didn't say that either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, of all the places, and that's right. not really a child restaurant. Those are heavy wrought iron chairs, and there are tables for two everywhere. So it's their only restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Bikini bar back 
Well, it that and then Eric Forrester's Ottoman, where they put the trays of food to eat while they sit on the <laughs> Wait a minute, like Bree said, uh, Eric's house is a GCAC, so they could have had like a food bar up in there or whatever. You shoot the table in the foyer, it doesn't even have any chairs. It's just an entry table for you to drop your keys <laughs> on. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Um, but even, you know, little Kelly was like, I remember you, you the lady that saved my life. I mean, and it was five seconds. Sheila went back across to the bar at the back of the restaurant. The kids took a picture because their backs were facing the bar and Sheila happened to be there. And of course she was smiling and Steffi saw it and she freaked the heck out. <laughs> Do you think that that was... Go ahead, now. I see Keisha laughing. What you got to say, girl? I just, I don't know. I just thought the whole thing was funny. Um, <laughs> I mean, did Steffi overreact to it? Possibly. What? what do you mean, possibly? <laughs> <laughs> you said possibly. Do I, do I care that she overreacted and went over to Sheila's place where Sheila opened the door to her to come in for her to pop Sheila in her jaw? I don't. I don't. Sheila deserves every single piece of smoke. All of it. Anything that Steffi has to throw at her. I oh. have no that woman. Me too. I'm right there with you, man. I can't I believe y'all. Y'all so so she should have had a fist with like a wad of chewed gum in it. So when she did it, she should have been like half on her face and half in her hair. So the gum got all <laughs> stuck in her hair. There's diabolical ways to fight people. Come on. <laughs> And look what we got out of it. We got a physical altercation. When was the last time we've seen that on Bold? It's been a while. I'm so Bre stuck on the fact that you said you, you wait a minute. You said were was she overreacting? You're like, huh? What? Now, of course she overreacted. This woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take it all the way back. This woman used to be scared and terrified to leave her house. Every other second, she was scared of Sheila. Comes back, and then she's Walker, Texas Ranger all of a sudden. The fact that they are going to Sheila's job, that's her only job. What is she to do? She had no right going to Sheila's house, refusing to leave, and then assaulting her, there was it was absolutely uncalled for. Not to mention, if you really wanted her in jail, you had the ability to put that woman in jail. It didn't pan out that way. She's a free woman, and not to mention, we have not mentioned Sheila in a couple of months. Deacon, Four to be exact. Deacon had did exactly what this what exactly what he said he was going to do. I'm going to keep her out of the way. She's going to work. We're going to go home. We're going to live our normal lives. She will not be worried about the foresters he did his job and you're going to punch her i cannot well, wait for her. her hands on her sheila put her hands on her and steffi hit her well hold on wait. you have the right by state law that if somebody's in your house you can forcefully have them removed she grabbed that girl to get her up out of there and this is steffi <laughs> swung back she should have never opened the door to steffi in the first place she didn't have to she didn't have to open the door 
y'all are reaching. Y'all are reach. Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. You know, Steffi was outside. Okay, she she still could have punched Sheila from outside too. It, 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 it she had no reason to go to Sheila. She had no reason to even be there in the first. Exactly. Place. You're a whole CEO. You you CEO miniskirt, remember? But you have all this time to come and karate chop people for no reason at their job. She karate chopped her because she's Sheila Carter. She deserved it. She did. <sighs> How do you deserve something when you didn't do anything right now? Right now. What do you deserve? Right I mean, you shot like, a couple of people, you killed a dude with bees, you, that, you then shot they her. had the opportunity to hold her accountable. You don't come in 10,000 years yeah, later and come in my house. This mafia style. And her idiot ex-father-in-law took that opportunity away from her to get her locked yeah. up with that stupid plan. That's his fault. And, she, yes, and, and her choice to go along with it. Exactly. And there was a rotten judge involved, too. They gave her a choice between her mom and testifying against Sheila. Bill blackmailed her into telling her, I'm going to either send your mom to jail or you can keep your mouth shut. Well, she big and bad. Let her do what she She can go and hit so psychopath. She can go up against Bill. What you going to do? Yeah, that my what whether keeping her mom out of jail or testifying against the woman that almost tried to kill them. Pick your poison, you got a choice. <laughs> That's how I think. I mean, is that is that not almost an impossible choice? Or whether or not you're gonna send your mom to jail? Uh, mm. I, I the, the way I feel is Steffi's a wealthy woman. You could she if she was that terrified, that afraid. There could have been ways that she could have moved around in her own city or tried to get rid of Sheila if it was that that pressing for her. She has not, she moved the blame from Bill and Rich to it being Steffi's fault that Sheila's not in jail. She is the main one who was pressed about Sheila being out. Keep in mind, we have not mentioned or worried about Sheila uh, in the past couple of months. Neither has Steffi. It's been all about Eric. All of this came out of nowhere. Since then, people have been going back and forth to Elgin. Moving around freely at the beach, at work, out to eat. Nobody was scared. No one's scared of Sheila. Nobody was scared. And they love coming to El Jardino. Bill was there, what, three or four times with Poppy. So it's like you guys had the opportunity. Hell, she was already in jail prior to what Bill did. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This was Bill and Rich. That woman, Steffi, Steffi has the ability to put her foot down when it comes to any and everything else. Here's the psychopath. That's where she really could have been like, look, I'm not going along with this. Mom, we're going to try to figure something else. We'll get you out the country, whatever we got to do. Yeah, the, anything. The, he got all kind of ideas of moving pieces around. Y'all are rich billionaire family. If y'all didn't want that girl to go to jail, her mama, they could have figured it out. Yeah, and then she want, goes off in a whole different country for what? Then comes back like Liam Neeson with a whole different set of skill sets and now ready to karate chop and fight in more than morphing Power Ranger her way through L.A. all of a sudden. Stop that. <laughs> every time they air in the scene, I want her to pop Sheila in her 
No, she can't just go around popping people. I could see if she did that at that time. I mean, come on. I'm all for give the response it's given if, you know, if they're coming at you. She Sheila hasn't done anything. The response wasn't warranted. You punching her wasn't warranted. Now, I'm a firm believer if you touch me, shoot, someone's going to touch you. And Sheila definitely did that. She got a hold of that neck, the hair, everything. <laughs> as soon as she had the chance. Yeah, she had no business coming over there. To me, just pay back for all those months that Steffi asked Sheila to not come to their house and she Sheila would pop up at their back door. Yep. In their house. Yep. Up- but that's where Deacon came in and said, I'm going to hold it down and she's not going to do it. And he did that. Now, now it's Steffi's turn to do it. Steffi's trying to do what? She stayed away. Steffi came to her. Terrorize Sheila. I want her to terrorize yeah, you. Do. I want Steffi to go dark. I want <laughs> Steffi to. I well, want her she turn. did go dark. Her hair was dark. <laughs> That'd be so Ter- fun. Terrorize Sheila the way she terrorized her. 100%. All of it right back. I'd love to and see my- that. I'd love to see Sheila so scared she wouldn't know what to do. My favorite part this week was when really say you want to. To see my mom unalive, that yep, I said it. Yep. What now? <laughs> I respect right. that part. Now that part I respect, especially if she took a bullet to me. Yeah, I will feel the same sentiments. But once again, Sheila was at work. <laughs> and the thing is, Sheila, I will give her credit. She's been eating it because there could have been plenty of times she could have snapped. Same yeah, thing. I mean, she had a whole plate of bolognese in her face exactly. with, with Lee. Mm-hmm. She tried to kill Lee. Ago. She deserved it. Wait a minute. Say that again, Trish. She tried to kill Lee. She deserved it. She's lucky she didn't get worse than a bowl of spaghetti. Right. Well, she didn't press charges, so. Yep, so. You had a choice. Mm-hmm. Her too. You just got to see her smiling face. You, you had the opportunity to put the woman in jail and you didn't. You still do. And you didn't. I mean, either hold them accountable at the time that you can or, they, or you're going to let them slide and then you want to come back later. Mm-mm. In real life, yes. Hold them accountable with the law. On the soap, go punch them in the face. <laughs> when Sheila was living her life, just relaxing, painting her nine toenails, she was bothering yeah. nobody. You don't get to relax. Yeah, never ever. Uh uh-uh. uh. I want you to be <laughs> all the time. And those crocodile tears about, I just want to live a peaceful life. Nope. I'm just trying to do good and nobody wants to give me a chance. Meantime, the scar tissue from those bullets that went through their bodies is tearing every other day. Well, her, she shouldn't have. Ooh, I was about to cuss. She shouldn't have been been there. Her her behind shouldn't have been in that alley in the first place. I don't want to take it back to 2020. She wouldn't have got punched in her face. What? I didn't hear you. Sheila shouldn't have let Steffi in her house and she wouldn't have got punched in the face. Steffi shouldn't have been there in the first place. There's a lot of things Steffi shouldn't have did, but she... (laughs) (laughs) A lot of stuff. Just like Steffi shouldn't have put that bullet in her in 2017 when she didn't even have a gun. No, she yeah. shouldn't. <laughs> and, and you know what? That's very, I'm glad that you brought that up. 
my thing, Sheila's also been a part of this family. So what was Steffi's feelings towards her when she was married to Eric? Yeah, I mean, the men kept bringing her back in. Exactly. So if anything, it, she she knows all of you guys. It, I just don't understand why Steffi had to react the way she did. I feel Hope had a more natural emotional reaction in regards to Sheila's and uh, being a part of their family and their lives. I get that. I understand. Okay, I understand. Good. I understand why. I understand why Steffi is scared too. I get that. But if you do not want your family to frequent El Giardino or be around, or be around Sheila, take the steps to do that. Man, Steffi is a walking oxymoron. How are you going to say that she, you afraid, but then you go over there and you want to jump in somebody's face? Mm-hmm. Well, the, that she was afraid of Sheila since she'd been back from maternity leave. Well, she was freaking oh, out in front of Liam. Oh my God, the, the fear of her is all around me. What are you talking about? <laughs> she didn't say the negative energy or something like that. Yeah, but the negative energy is what she's in her head. That girl ain't been around her house in months. It's all she's bringing up these thoughts and it's circulating in her head about, oh my God, she is a a parent threatened lurk. Who is that? Hope says she was lurking around. Where have you seen her lurking around lately? Nowhere. She goes to work and goes home and she screws Deacon. That's it. And they're happy. Leave these happy people alone. No, no happiness for her. Never. You know how many times I asked she to leave them alone and she kept sneaking around their house looking in their back window? Yeah. Well, it's it's not her fault that these rich people can't get top flight security. Yeah. <laughs> they've, been, they've been dealing with, listen, they've that been the dealing truth. with the same security team as Victor Newman. I, yeah, yeah. Well, you just know. like Sheila takes advantage of that, then they're going to take advantage that Sheila works somewhere where they can go and terrorize her every day if they feel like it. <laughs> and eat pizza. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Sheila and Jordan just need to have a conversation or two just to brainstorm oh. and how they can just terrorize people. No. against the billionaires. I mean, they've, they've been successful at doing that for 30 plus years. Yeah. I'll be brainstorming. What happened? You kind of broke up. That's what terrorizing people for 30 plus years. I don't think she needs to brainstorm about it. I'll just say I'm happy to see Dark Sheila come back. Me too. Domesticated Sheila holed up in Deacon's little little apartment Mm-mm. playing uh, Mary Homemaker. Nay. Entertaining at all. <clears throat> So I enjoyed the I enjoyed the physical altercation they had. I enjoyed their argument, and I'm going to enjoy whatever's coming up next when it comes to those two. And then I hope at some point they wrap up this feud and this storyline because it's literally been the same thing between them for the last however many years it's been since Sheila's been back, and there's only so much you can do with it. So I like I don't under I don't understand what the end game is going to be when it comes to them. And I, I think I said it before where they they came in too hot <laughs> with Sheila. And now it's like, what can you do with her character on this show that only has like <laughs> 10 other characters? 
Wait a minute. Somebody in the comment section says, uh, oh, that was Redneck, said that um, those mints that Poppy's taking, they need to give Steffi some. <laughs> the chill pills. Steffi. Oh, no. Steffi don't need anything like that. She, You know, she cheats on her husband too quickly. Steffi mm. mm, mm, mm. needs no en en enhancement whatsoever because she will cheat. That's what she will do. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure Leon will gladly give them to her. <laughs> she wake up and be like, oh, I thought it was Finn. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, listening. oh, man. All I know is that this whole thing is just stupid. I could see if, you know, she came and she was sitting down at the table and she tried to take Kelly off somewhere you know, on this whole thing, and Kelly come back and said, that lady Sheila tried to do this, that, and the third, and Steffi was like, what? The girl was at work, and even she said to Steffi, I was at work, what am I supposed to do? She said, leave. How she Leave her leave? job? Yeah, she said she just leave. No, you can yeah. go to other restaurants Y'all are rich. As a matter of fact, don't be stop being lazy. Cook in your house for once. If you if, since you're so scared, and keep uh, and keep your kids from out of the general public. Since you're so scared about a woman who's been a, away from you guys for the past four months. I mean, the most that we've seen, even with Bill and Poppy, it was so funny to see Deacon and Sheila behind the bar assessing. Deacon, I mean, uh, assessing Bill and Poppy's relationship. It was like, what? I thought that was the funniest thing ever. I I like this version of Sheila. I really do. <laughs> Nobody says a word. No, I have got a phone call. Sorry, I had to. Dark Sheila is much more fun to to watch than. <laughs> and they needed a real villain this time. Finally. We, they needed they needed a villain on the show. Everything was getting too... Everybody was coupled up. Everyone's happy, all this and this. There needed to be some extra spice and drama. I'm so happy they finally brought this side to Sheila out. And it makes me wonder if that's the reaction that, that Kimberlyn had had when she got the script, if that was her reaction that she was going to be turning dark. So I wonder if it had to do with that. But I'm glad that they made... Um, a switch or they turned her heel or turned her back to her evil self which is nice so you want to see the evil she absolutely this is michael myers at daytime absolutely <laughs> that's the uh, to me that's the only way to uh, like i can't take the i can't take her character serious when she's not a villain like i just i just can't because i'm i mean she's been villain sheila for over 30 years so to see her just working at a restaurant and that's it is not it was not fun. It's not fun to watch. Oh boy, Jay Money. Okay, go ahead. I'm listening. There's a message for you, Bree. Uh oh. Oh my God. Oh gosh, Jay. <laughs> Jay, I can't say any of this, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> we 
first of all, Steffi could. Mm -mm. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't be around Steffi. Steffi cook? No, Steffi says she can't cook. Or oh I don't think no one, I don't think I've seen any of the, the Forrester women or Logan women in the kitchen besides Pam. And, oh, may, yeah. and maybe Katie every now and again. Um, we still we we skipped over Deacons saying oh, yeah. that they can't get married right now, which you know, because of what Hope had because Hope started this week off before Steffi came over there. <clears throat> when Hope was like, You gotta choose me over you know, over Sheila. What do y'all think about that part of it? Because, I mean, people told her not to be with Thomas. But you're going to tell him not to be with Sheila. What do y'all think? I feel it's light years difference between Sheila and Thomas. And um, it made me really sad when, um, when Hope was talking with Thomas about how much she missed her dad, how she would wait for her to get that that phone call or that text to help him uh, close at the restaurant. Th that was really sweet because we don't really hear too much about her and Deacon's interaction. Um, but it it that made me really feel for her, especially since you know he had grandkids and everything. Um, I was never I never thought she would ever be understanding with him and Sheila. Never never thought she would ever accept Sheila or would have thought would have been like something like a, like a bargaining chip that held you accept Thomas I'll accept Sh Sheila it was, I never thought that with her but it made me really sad for for Hope and Deacon to be honest because they should have that father-daughter relationship all right and what about um Keish and Trish I, I I agree with Bree and where I don't think Sheila and Thomas are the same. They're not comparable to me. Um, so Hope, but so the part that I don't agree with is her continuing to go at her dad. Like she's, she said her piece about it. Um, I understand having a couple of conversations about it, but she said her piece about it. She told him how she feels. So to me, it's like, th this is what I'm doing for my peace and my sanity um, because I don't trust your significant other. I don't want her around me and my, my children. So for that reason, I, I have to, I have to cut you off or whatever it is that she feels like she has to do when it comes to her father and then just leave it at that. And from that point, it's up to Deacon on what he wants to do. Um, but to me, there's not a comparison of what, you know, Thomas has done and what Sheila has done. It, well, completely different things. So I don't... I'm not per se comparing the deeds. I'm comparing the um, reactions to the people outside of their relationship. So you got people that don't want, for whatever reason, big or small, they don't want Thomas with Hope, especially Brooke. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, you got people that don't, well, hope in this case, that don't want Deacon with Sheila. And granted, yes, the their behaviors are totally different, but it's the reactions of the outside people that don't want them involved in these relationships. That's what I'm saying. So as much as you got folks telling hope, 
don't think you should be with Thomas. What are you doing? I mean, you have Finn talking about making it his mission. And and for every as long as I'm breathing, you're not gonna be with Thomas. You know. Hypocrite. Yeah, you you know what I'm saying? So you have uh you got Brooke that was out there, Xander for a while was trying to come in between this whole thing. And then on the flip side, you got Hope doing the same thing mm-hmm. over there when you were the guy that people were definitely trying to keep you away from. Yeah. That's where she just she tells her dad her opinion and he makes whatever choice he's going to make and there's nothing that she can do about whatever choice he makes. Yep, and he should just make a decision on what he's going to do, just like she's making a decision on what she's going to do with Thomas. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I don't know. I, there was some conversation about that in the comment sections about, hey, Hope, wait a minute. There's some folks that don't want you with Thomas, but you're going to tell your dad who's not who not to be with. So, yeah, uh, and it's not a, like she can't force him to to either be with her or not. It's it's going to be up to him. So all she's doing is telling him what her boundaries are. But see, here's the other issue that I got to hold Deacon accountable because when this engagement first happened, Sheila said, are you sure? Do you know what this means? What do you think your family is going to think of this? I want to make sure. And he was like, oh, you know, he loves her and all of this. And, oh, I'll figure it out. And then you get down four or five months later and tell me, I don't think we can do this right now. You shouldn't even went into this in the first place. She gave you an out. Yeah. Several times. Yep. And now you want to come back and like, well, my daughter and, the, you know, I don't want to lose and my grandkids. Well, she was trying to tell you that in the beginning. You signed up for this. Not only signed up, he helped get her out of jail. Out of exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I was giving Deacon a side eye when he decided to break that engagement and start worrying about his grandkids. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. I remember doing a recap where you, she actually asked you before you put a ring on it or put an engagement on it, are you sure you want to do this? And you said yes. You signed up, buddy. So, yeah, that part. Um, and then, of course, it moved into the rest of this week with the whole thing with, um, you know, Steffi and Sheila. There's this other part when Steffi and Finn got home and or that look on his face yesterday when, you know, he heard what Steffi said about wanting her to be unalive. He was like, did you actually? Say that and yeah, she stood ten toes down and said, Yeah, I said it. But there's a part of something going on with Finn in that moment. Did y'all did y'all see the same thing or no? Yep. Yeah. It would I feel for them both, but I'm more on Steffi's side when it comes to that. I understand that's his birth mom, but your birth mom also tried to unalive both you and your wife. I would feel no simple when saying I want them to be unalived and buried yep kick the dirt over it and then tap dance yep so I I I wasn't surprised or upset by her saying that I'm like absolutely say that that's correct I agree with that 
I feel like um, maybe where Finn was coming from, it, because <clears throat> I, he's the type of person that just has, I guess, a caring heart in general. So even when Sheila was in the hospital and Lee was basically like, just let her go. <clears throat> and he's like, no, you know, I'm, I can't do that. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Like this, is, I'm a doctor, blah, blah, blah. Like I, I think in general, Finn is just, he's just not that kind of person. So I don't, I didn't read into it as, oh my gosh, that's my birth mom. I, I, I feel horrible that you would say something like that. I think his thought was like, look, we're just, we're here together. Like what he said, we're, we're both alive. We're together. We're happy. Let's focus on that and stop focusing on her. Okay. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I didn't know what direction or why he was looking crazy or feeling some kind of way about that. So, and then it leads us to the end of today's episode where she was up in the house by herself hearing creaks and, and movement. And, of course, it had to be a windy, stormy night. Um, and then Sheila is talking about this is the night where you <laughs> need to go six feet under. Hold, hold on. <clears throat> Can I? I meant to say this a little, a little bit earlier because it was a comment that Jay put in the ch in the chat. Let me see if I can find it. It was when you guys were talking about asking if Steffi could cook. And oh yeah, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Jay said Steffi can't cook. That's all she can do is put it down in the bedroom, or that's why she puts it down in the bedroom because she can't cook. The only place she can cook. <laughs> Sorry. That is hilarious. Yeah, I saw Jay put that in there. If that, if that were the case, then she would not be going back and forth with Hope for Liam all the time. Yeah, if she... <laughs> so clearly not that great. He wanted to have options. Wow. <laughs> I, I know one person she can't outdo. She can't outdo Audra. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not even a chance. And I actually had a quick thought. I would love for Audrey and Amanda just to have some scenes together. Because I think Michelle Morgan and Zalika would have incredible chemistry on screen. But that was a side note. Were they in scenes together? I don't think they've had ever had a scene so. together. Mm -mm. But I hope that they do. Hope they do in the future. But Audra and Steffi. Steffi Audrey would run. eat that girl alive. Audra will run circles around Steffi. Mm -hmm. Effortlessly. Yep. Okay, the other two ain't saying nothing. Keish and Trish. What y'all think about... I don't know. I mean, I was just sitting here thinking about Steffi versus Audra. And I mean, Audra's kind of lost everything she's ever gone for so far, except for now getting Tucker... Whereas Steffi literally saved her family's company and got it back from Bill. So I don't know. I would never underestimate Steffi. Audra has done nothing but bang a few men or a couple of men on that show. She had she ain't been successful in any of her business ventures. Talk smack. Hold up. As much as much as she talks, as much as she talks, and as good as a, a, a businesswoman, I guess she's supposed to be because she 
has come up under Tucker in a couple of different ways. But I'm pumped. There's there's been (laughs) what business successes has she had? Mm -hmm. General has she had other than like what Trish said? She finally nailed down Tucker. Jay Money said to us, "Do y'all think that there is a chance Lucy is related to Sheila?" Well, yeah, isn't that uh, her granddaughter? Well, no, the, no, the Lucy that came in with the kid at the restaurant. Oh, uh, oh, no. oh, no, I don't think so. No, I don't either. I think that was a happy coincidence. But I did. Did, did you guys hear where Sheila said, "I got other children"? Yeah, I heard that, yeah, and I'm like, like, "Ooh." <laughs> yeah, because I was like, well, why did she bring that up? Yeah. I was like, Maybe that would be interesting. I would love Daisy Ryder <laughs> maybe bring back. Um, I know there's other children that she had, you know, Mary and Maybe that would be Diana. When mm-hmm. she said something about talking to some she was talking to somebody from her past or something. Right. Like Maybe it was one of her kids. That would be nice if they're, because she, I mean, I, it had to be a reason why they had her bring that up in the script. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I, I would love for Daisy to just pop up in LA or pop up over on mm-hmm. YNR. This is why, this is why crossovers are important. Get Sheila over on YNR, her whole other family over there. Her whole yeah. other mess. Well, the only person that she got over there is Lucy. Right. Uh. Yes. Mhm. Yeah. Cause I didn't. Yeah. Lucy is the only person that's over there. Cause I mean, Daniel and Heather don't want anything to do with Sheila. No, but it's just the opportunities for like just the mess. Oh, absolutely. Her Sheila and Phyllis. Just the just the scenes. I can only imagine, but. I don't know. I was happy that Sheila mentioned her other children. So hope, hopefully we get some extra layers to that down the line. Right. That would be great if they add something like that. You know what I mean? They should. I mean, she got all these kids all over the place. So, you know, I was, that would be cool. I was actually hoping Daisy would have popped up on YNR now since Heather and Daniel are, I guess, back together. And Lucy is at an age where she can ask questions and, you know, be curious about who her real birth mother was. I don't know. I thought that was a missed opportunity. Oh, my goodness. Jasmine Williams, I'm assuming she's talking about Audra, has a doctorate in memory foam technology. Oh, wow. A little earlier in the comments, she said, Went to, went to the school mattress. She has a PhD in mattressing. Oh my goodness! That she said, of course, Steffi can't. Of course, Steffi can't. <laughs> oh, poor pillow top. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, they'll be getting it on again on Monday, Tucker and Audrey. I mean, what else can she do? Yeah. <laughs> what else can she do? Yeah, so I, it definitely left us with one heck of a cliffhanger today, which, you know, looking at them spoilers, oof, it's going to be one. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing we're done with the whole 
Xander storyline for right now. I'm, I guess. I don't see any. Why? And I figured as much because Thomas have told Hope everything now. So what would be the purpose? And she's waffling in her decision making too. And that is, I'm so annoyed by that. And 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 I'm sick of them throwing these little comments out, uh, in the spoiler saying like we're gonna get some this soap um, intensity, this dope passion, this dope romance, and then you get like a few kisses with them on screen. I hate how they're trying to throw like little nuggets in to try to lure people. And all we're seeing with these two is she's still staying stagnant. She's just wants to this this screw in and not make a decision. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just tired of her lore half making all of her decisions for her. <laughs> but it, it's it's stuff like that I can't stand. Yeah, because when they gave us that whole thing about soap and you know that was yesterday mm-hmm. or Wednesday. They they were kissing in the CEO office and then they fell on top of each other on the couch and that was it. And then their brother walked in. Well, the brother walked in before that because they were kissing in the design office when when RJ came in there, which was I mean that's both of his siblings. That was but- so weird, and he didn't really react like I thought he was going to react. He was like, "Oh, well, I guess you guys are getting what we got." Right, he started comparing his relationship with Luna to them. I'm like, what? I'm like, uh, okay, I guess. All right. <laughs> and then when RJ left, they went across to the CEO office and they started kissing in there. And then they ended up on the couch, and then boom, it was over. I will say, of her, the conversation that she had with Thomas today about her dad, I, <clears throat> that was a. a nice open I guess honest conversation about her feelings when it comes to him and Sheila and how Deacon is basically putting Sheila before her is how she feels and how he's always put other people before her or put himself before her I don't know I, I thought that yeah you know and I mean the thing is she still haven't made a decision because we heard Thomas say I choose you I'm here oh, for you. That that melted my heart, but I was like, "You simp, stop it!" <laughs> <laughs> because she's still not making any decisions. She's just, you know, wearing that necklace around her neck, you know. And that's oh. working my nerves too, Thomas. So he doesn't care about the storyline. It's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are they're pretty much together now, and and that's what. I don't understand that. She's kissing all over him, holding him, and she's telling him, like, I can't get enough of you, Thomas. But you can't make a decision about this man. That is that's ridiculous. That's why I feel like they messed up when they ask her to marry him right now. Like, it, we haven't even gotten to the I love you part of it, so I don't understand why they even made that a part of their story, because now it's like we're all waiting for her to make her decision and it should what really it should just be them dating right now right need that right yeah we should be seeing scenes of them in his house just getting it on on the couch or like on the stairs like you know just different you know scenes like if, if if they want to really write 
and and give us that that sort of soapy passionate romance i want to see that each and every time on screen not just like little nuggets where we get this passion and then the next week he is simping and asking her to marry her and and apologizing and, and doing all this i i cannot stand the way this writing is going for soap um did you see did you hear hope said i, I don't remember this ever happening maybe you guys can refresh my memory but that notification changed the whole mood because she never turned it off where she helped deacon close up the pizza place oh mm-hmm. yeah she said they're they're five time <clears throat> yeah i was like we didn't ever see that <laughs> so those off-screen things that they like to talk about not right sure. Exactly. Soapy forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, did everybody get everything they wanted to say out? Yipper, yipper. Trish, Bree. Yep. Yeah, see, Steffi made it. She's still alive. For now. We'll see what happens next week. <laughs> oh, oh. Did you see what Jay Money said to you? <laughs> At this point, Jay Money, yeah, that is, that's pretty much how it's going to be. <laughs> It'll be like a whole other like year or two before this girl make a decision. Shoot, even RJ and Luna made it to right. the L word before they did. Black Black Pink Me says, I hate to say it, Thomas needs to stop sleeping with Hope until she makes a decision. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> and you know what? What was that girl? Lucy, that beautiful blonde lady, the Steffi's friend. She mm-hmm. was a beautiful girl. She could have been used as a love interest. She could have been flirting with Thomas. He could have been frustrated with, with Hope for not making a decision. He and that beautiful blonde girl could have had a conversation. He needs other options. The only problem with that is that's Amanda Klutz from the talk. <laughs> they would have to take her from the talk show. It's okay. We could just use her for a couple of episodes. Bam, just give him just a little something other than him being so wrapped up underneath hope and it's not being reciprocated like it should be. Girl, we've been saying that for months. And I just say years. For, for freaking years because that's how they've had Thomas basically wrapped up in hope since he's been back. So they it's at this point it's too late for them to bring anybody on as a a possibility or an option I for Thomas. It's too late. It wouldn't be believable at this point though. We we would know that it was only being done to make her jealous. To make to push hope to mm-hmm realize that maybe she could lose Thomas when we know that he wouldn't really be going anywhere and what I would have preferred is that they actually really had somebody on years ago that was an actual option for Thomas that would have been a believable is he going to pick her is he going to pick her kind of situation you know they tried to do that with Zoe they was up in there going at it so loud that he hoped was like y'all need to y'all need to quiet that yeah, but even then, though, they made it to where Thomas was using Zoe. He wasn't exactly. Really, instead of, and that would have been the perfect time for them to actually. I was hoping so bad that he was really going to develop feelings for her and actually marry her. But of mm-hmm. course, at that, I never really saw it with with him and Zoe. I, 
I honestly thought Thomas had a really good relationship with Sally at one point. He didn't have to worry about fighting with, with anybody. He wasn't all over obsessed with hope at that time. He was focused on work. And then he had Sally and they had things in common. She's a beautiful girl. And, you know, they were given their sister in the Foresters competition. It was actually decent writing. They wrote him the way that I wish they write him now. But it, it, it's just. Um, that was when Hope wasn't. He, yeah. She wasn't on the time with wasn't even on the show, but he needs someone with that same sort of energy who kind of gets his creative mindset, who's also beautiful and give Hope a run for her money. Sally was a beautiful girl and he's had plenty of models around him for years. And I'm like, why are they making this Petra, man? Was Petra interested in this? Yes. Sally would have been her be the best option though for an actual yeah. Hope. Yeah, I, I agree with that. They could have had Sally over there. The only thing that they could do at this point is introduce somebody to the show that is truly just friends with Thomas. And then in, I don't know, two to three years when they break Thofa because they've run their cycle of being together, then they could possibly put him with that individual. But, you know, it's a bold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That far. <clears throat> Exactly, and, and I feel like they dislike the character of Thomas so much, the the showrunners of that show that if if when they break up soap down the line, they're just gonna have Thomas sitting around single again like they did before they, you know, took four years to put them together. Right. Whew. Well, right now he's still waiting and waiting. I'm waiting to see what Hope is going to do. So, all right. Is that everything? I think uh, so. Yep. Okay. Oh, Lord. I was wondering we were going to get through that one. All righty. So, we finally got through both shows, and now we got our two final segments. I flipped the script, and who's taking several seats? So for the young and the restless, we're gonna flip the script. Who wanna go first? Uh, oh, go ahead, Bree. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of one. Um oh, actually, when uh Ashley uh called Audra a little girl, I wish Audra just looked at Ashley and was like, Look, little girl had your husband and your nephew at the same time. Mm -mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah, dang, Trish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Um, my flip would have been instead of Hillary um coming off bitter, I would have just had her be cold. Did you just say Hillary? Uh, sorry, Amanda. <laughs> I know I miss her too. Amanda. <laughs> I miss Hillary. Me too. I would have had I would have had Amanda just come off as cold to divine instead of bitter. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. What you got, Trish? Um, I would have had Nikki tell Seth no. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Uh, my flip would have been, you know, the <laughs> this whole name switching for Chancellor Winters. It's like. No, we're not doing it. Period. 
We ain't got to ask Jill. We ain't got to worry about Jill. It just ain't happening. It costs too much money. We're not doing it. And the, and anyways, you know, Billy is interim. You know, he's just filling in for Lily. What happens when she get back? You might not even be here. So, all right, what you got for uh, Bold Flip? Uh, I was really trying to think of one for Bold. For Bold, I would say when... Um, as soon, if, um, actually, come back to me. I had a thought, but it just slipped through my head. Oh, okay. Uh, my my flip would have been that Zenday didn't go to Luna and ask her about them having a future together. Oh, okay. Oh, for that's sure. A good one. Yeah, well, that's a good one. Yeah, just leave, let it be. It's too messy. Mm-hmm. All right, what you got, Trish? I, I mean, all right. Yeah, I I enjoyed the scene and everything, um, but I'm gonna just say it. Steffi, I wouldn't have had her go to Sheila's. Really, true. That said, that said, that said, I would have liked to have seen some type of like a scene where they run into each other and the kids are there and it's a big to do. And then that's what causes like all the problems because what happened today Finn, I don't know, he's acting a little weird, but if something would have happened where it was in front of the kids and Steffi lost it, then he would really have a reason to be pretty upset, you know? Because you don't want to do anything like that in front of the kids. I just think I just think there was such a better way to handle it. I wouldn't have had her go there. Okay. That said, Sheila deserves any punch she gets. Uh, you just had to throw I did it! Her. I had to dig it! <laughs> if, if it's not Sheila, it's Diane. It, they, right. <laughs> Oh, the brunettes. Right. Who's oh, next? no, no. I love Steffi. She's brunette. Mm, who's next? I was going to say um, when Sheila, sorry, when Steffi was alone in her house and Sheila was lurking in the back, I was hoping Jordan would just pop up on her. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I said earlier. <laughs> Sheila's lurking and Jordan pop up at that closet with that needle. <laughs> <laughs> it was a perfect opportunity tag team <laughs> exactly no. you know what Colleen Zink probably would love to play with Kimberly Brown them two would have been man they tag team both the Newmans and the Foresters that would have been great great um, my flip the script would have been Finn saying why the French toast did you go over there in the first place Right. I mean, I'm like, why did you go over there? But no, he was simping, which I put that clip in my recap video. I called him a simp in that video. <laughs> um, where he was like, Well, you hit her, you pushed her first. She shouldn't have been there. That's right, Finn. You stand up for your woman. <laughs> yeah, like a big old simp. He need a simp intervention. Uh, <laughs> Same way he ah! he's standing up for his wife. Same way he had to stand up for her in the alley too. Yeah, but she ain't standing up for them kisses that she had. (laughs) You just had to go there, didn't you? (laughs) 
she he's sitting up there simping for that girl and she ain't keeping it one hundred with him about them kisses from from July. Uh, the one I got a degree a disagree with. You said justice for Steffi. Mm-mm. Who said that? Dewan. Oh, Dewan. That's right, Dewan. You said it. What? Dewan. Yeah, justice right in the court system with a restraining order. That's fine. That's okay. okay. And she can stay away from as you stay over there, and she stay over there. She There's long nine toes. There's long range weaponry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be close. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, did we do all of the flips for both? Y'all got it all out. The Trish, you said yours, right? Yes, sir. I did. I did. Thank you. Okay. All right, who's taking some seats this week on the Young and the Westless? Sally and Chloe. They both. Wait a minute, who is Chloe? You mean Cuckoo Chloe? Cuckoo Chloe, Ditsy Chloe. (laughs) Why you talking so much for no reason, Chloe? Um, (laughs) They both can. They both can go. They can sit down somewhere. Mm -hmm. Billy Boy Abbott. Uh oh. You sound like Victor. (laughs) (laughs) Take a seat, Billy. Take a seat. Mm -hmm. And what you got, uh, Keish? Yeah, definitely Billy. Billy, you need to take a seat. I got a... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just bounding. He can take a... Billy take a nice long seat. I'm going to have to have um, Nikki take a seat for going hanging out with Seth. I mean, Mm -hmm. really... And for overlooking her gut feeling about the woman that told him to come and see you. Girl, come on. Um, I'm going to have to get Ashley a seat, too, because I don't know what the heck she's doing. Phyllis, Phyllis and uh, Christine. Actually, that entire triangle can all take a seat because they all get <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know what? I'm sorry, but I got to give Michael one, too, because it's just everything. I mean, I under, he's an attorney. He's a gopher. He pissed me off. <laughs> I forgot about Michael. Oh, wow. Yeah, because Michael, was he tried to convince Victor not to use his granddaughter's bait, and he ended up over there anyway. Right. Like, Michael, you're an attorney. You ain't a gopher. You know, remember what happened in the Peruvian prison, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Michael chooses, sometimes Michael chooses to be a gopher. He chooses that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sure does. Kyle can take a seat as well because he was acting like a spoiled brat this week with his mom. Oh, I forgot about that. He was mad about that CEO. That was the beginning of the week, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was like Tuesday or something like that. Yeah, because he was mad because of yeah, that whole thing was just crazy. It was like your mama wanted to give you the job in the first right. You could have took it. But Diane could have took a step back. If Jack had to say, well, I don't, you know, I want you to be co-CEO. No, no, no. I don't want it. I'm fine. Let him have it. But no, she took it anyway. You were expecting her to be a respectful, lovely human being? Thank no. You. <laughs> <laughs> down at first she didn't huh i thought diane did turn it down at first like didn't she say no Well, she tried to back out but she was like okay oh yeah and then jordan and her wig can take a seat i'm (laughs) (laughs) that 
wig needs its own bar stool. It's living vicariously through Seth. What? <laughs> Extra dry cactus straw wig. I love Jordan. It's just these wigs on these shows are just, mm, I don't know. Man, her and, listen, her and um, uh, Sheila Carter were shopping at the same Wish store. <laughs> you know, you buy them wigs on Wish. That's where they got it from. For $2. Wigsley Malone. <laughs> what you say, Trish? Wigsley Malone instead of Bugsley. <laughs> Oh, these units. Oh, yeah. I was going to say another brand, but I don't want to do that mm. one. But I, I'll go with Wish. Uh, oh, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They get they had this stuff looking real good. It'd be $2 to get home. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Bold. Who's taking seats? Zenday. <clears throat> Is, um, well, Steffi's going to sit down. She's going to need to sit down, do her job, do something other, do everything that she was doing because Sheila was never a factor while she was doing so. Hey, Bree, if Jordan was there to give a needle in the neck, she'll definitely sit down. Oh, yeah. You guys are really focused on these needles in the neck tonight. <laughs> I'm getting a little concerned. She, the girl needed it. The girl needed it desperately. None of this had to happen. Same way the stuff in the alley. None of this had to happen. But of course, Steffi has to instigate something. Um, I got to give Deacon a seat because you were told, you were put on notice by your ex now fiance. Uh, to think about this before getting involved and you was like I'm going to be okay and then you fast forward and you're like ah, I want to do this and you broke that girl heart her poor little heart <laughs> I'm also going to put Liam in a, a seat too mm-hmm. uh huh yeah you mean little puke right yeah little puke and his daddy <laughs> and his daddy <laughs> all right yeah that's everybody, right? That's all. Anybody else need a seat in that Elvet Bowl? That's yeah, it. That's it. I think that's it. What's the other spoilers are going to be? Nobody going to put Poppy in a seat? Poppy has been. She won't sit still. She got too much energy. Yeah. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> she can't sit. Her her sitting is the problem. So I don't know what the alternative would be for her. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, Lord, child. Listen here. Let me see what they got up in these up in these comments. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um. (laughs) Oh, dang. DeWan said that he would have had Victor sleep with Jordan. You. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see that. No. <laughs> Belinda said, "Bring Audra over for Thomas." Agreed. That, that would be hot as fire. Um. Okay. So Shabrita said, "My flip for bowl is Sheila would have broken Steffi's kneecaps." <laughs> that would have been. It was necessary. Um. Dewan said I would have had Steffi knock Sheila out. 
Myra says, my bold flip is that Sheila presses charges on Steffi. Um, Ron Julian says, my flip for bold is that Chief Baker comes and tells Steffi, you're under arrest for assaulting and trespassing. Uh, let me see. Scroll, scroll, scroll. KH says, then they need to take a, a seat for sure. He sounded like Liam Jr. with the leave RJ and be with me. Um, Vicky said, flip the script. Sheila doesn't show up. Just lay off. Okay. Um, let me see. KH, Sheila needs to take a seat too for thinking she deserved forgiveness. Um, okay, so Jasmine said, Nikki, Jack, Victor, the high schoolers, take seats in the school bus and drive away. Um, Tempur-Pedic, Jasmine said, Tempur-Pedic need to take a seat for acting jealous over Tuckum. George Wig need to take a seat. Um, oh my god, Jay Money. What he what he do? He said he always thinking about Bree's lovely neck. Um <laughs> Jasmine says Steffi, Zenday, Liam, Poppy, sit your arses down. Uh Chloe need to take a seat by Vicky. Mary says Zenday and Liam take a seat. Um Dewan called Liam poor little Tink Tink. I haven't called him that in a while. I gotta go back to that now. Uh, let's see. KH said Kelly need to take a seat for sending that picture to her mama. <laughs> oh, now we're putting the kids in the seat. She gets a booster seat. <laughs> um, Vicky says she'll take the wig. Um, then they gonna put Poppy in the seat soon enough. His lap, according to Jay Money. I've been seeing stuff about that. You know, there's, there's a little spark between Zenday and Poppy. It'd be the uh the younger oh, storyline. I guess. I, I mean, you know, it's happened. Right. Um I could see Oh it dang. Melissa Spencer said Finn kept Steffi in the bed, she wouldn't have never went over to Sheila. Look, Melissa, I've been waiting for a full love scene between those two for like two years now. Another one. We have one in a while. Have not. And the way it's being, the show's being written, you won't get it for a minute. (laughs) I know. Jasmine said, Lil Pugh need to take a seat for dissing Elizabeth. (laughs) Um, We get to the end. Delmonica says, RJ in a seat for broadcasting his moments with Luna to the whole company. I agree with that. He oh, yeah. Everybody about her V-card. Yep. Like, dude, have some decorum, okay? Um, Go around. Yeah. He's going to be going around wearing a t-shirt with a wishbone broken on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine said, Tempur-Pedic want to take a seat on Nate's surfboard while he sings I Told You So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Man, go ahead on, Jasmine. Um, <laughs> Vicky said Brad Bell needs to take a seat. Melissa says Sheila needs to take a seat in a pine box. Now, that's right up Trisha's alley. <laughs> 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 uh, 
because uh, I think Trish said that she wanted Sheila off of Cliff. So yeah, that, that Cliff at the beach up. house. I mean, come on, that's just the quintessential way to go on B and B. Off yeah. the Cliff. Well, I guess Melissa can join y'all parade over there. So there you go. <laughs> well, Vicky says she need to take a seat. <laughs> okay, Vicky. Um, and I think that is it. Okay. Oh, too funny, Vicky. When you know, hope for stopping the love make. Oh, Blackpink me said hope need to take a seat for stopping the love making session with Thomas. Well, we could have got more of that. Shoot. Uh, okay. Oh, Jalen Warner says Sheila had that mask rolled up in the pantyhose drawer. <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> All right. So that is everything. And look, we did almost go three hours. It's 10 minutes to the next, to the third hour. So depending on where you are, it's almost 11 o'clock. And mm -hmm. here it's almost 10. So. All right, so there you have it. Stay tuned for the spoilers for this weekend. And we are headed into March. Next Friday is March 1st. Oh I can't God. believe that my birthday's coming up. <laughs> when your birthday? Oh, 320. Oh, my Honey goodness. smell 320. Oh, that's right. Sure. 320. <laughs> we got to remember. So your birthday is coming up in March. Mine is in April. Keish, you in June or July? July. July 10th. And July 20th. And then Trish had a birthday in December, right? Yeah, the 28th. Okay. All right. So I'm trying to keep up with everybody. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So until the next one, stay tuned for the recaps. Make sure you're on your way out. Hit that like button. If you're not subscribed, this is what we do over here on Friday night. So hit that subscribe button. Thank you, my ladies, for uh, joining the chat today. As usual, we had a good time. And Jay Money, one of our mods in the in the chat, thanks for holding it down. And until then, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Have a good weekend. You too. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.